for it to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Mike Siegel. And I'm Kyle Dawson. And uh, guys, um, it's been a while, but uh, someone, someone's back in, back in town. Off the ship. Off the ship. The boys. <laughs> not the boys. And it's not even you, Siegel. It's, it's, no? an, it's another guy. back in town? Let's hear a little bit, Kyle. Let's hear from him. Did you miss me? Because I'm back. I've been on vacation drinking vodka and smashing pussy. <laughs> Dirty iPod is here. Dirty iPod's back. Dirty iPod, uh, he also, uh, well, we'll go get that. We'll let him say something else in a minute. Mike, <laughs> you're back from the boat. How long were you out on the boat Voice this over. time? I was gone. Uh, I had one trip for a week and then uh, another one for 10 days. So that'd be 70, 17 days. It's 17. a lot of Alaska. So, but not 17 days in, in, on the boat. Uh, no, well, seven, and then uh, I had a two-day break, and then I went back up there for 10. As a tourist, what's the longest I could be on a boat? That I, pay I, don't know. For I don't know what your tolerance level is. Some people spend the entire winter. On a boat? Yeah. They never leave the boat. Mostly old people. Because if it, it depends on the line. Like, I, I took one that was Princess, the one I took back from Hawaii. Wait, is that boat moving for the old people, or is it just in dry dock? <laughs> no, it, just, it moves. Okay. But, I mean, and, uh, Princess is like, uh, I guess, medium range. Mm-hmm. And it's not super luxury, but it's not, you know, party boat. Mm-hmm. So if you don't eat in the specialty restaurants and you don't drink mm-hmm. and you don't gamble, yeah. it comes to like 100 bucks a day, which is cheaper than most uh, yeah, retirement time. homes. So, wow. I mean, they just stay on there. They, they, just, dump, they just dump their old people on there yeah. for the winter. Yeah, exactly. It, you know, this, I, mean, this, I mean, the most boring thing to me in the world, but I mean, to them, you know, who cares? Everything's done. They got food the, whenever they want it. And, you know. I see. This is a film script. This is it's called Retirement Boat. Making like hap- a shining kind of thing. And, and what happens when the people, when, when they die, they just throw them overboard. <laughs> I, was, I was picturing more like a coon. Than the shining. <laughs> a coon. Yeah, they just they come throw, back younger. <laughs> they just bury them at sea then. Oh, that'd be nice, let, huh? Let the, let the sharks have at it. Sure, why not? It's biodegradable. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying that instead of going to a retirement home, it would be cheaper possibly to just some of them, the yeah. And all there'd be all the luxury on the boat. Sure, I mean it's I mean, uh, they they have a little room. They they can eat whenever they want. I mean, there's yeah. entertainment. They yeah. yeah, go to the pool for free. Yeah, play mahjong. Sleep most of the day. They yeah. play bridge or whatever. Uh, booze costs money. If you drink, it some, does. Is it expensive? Um, not compared to L.A. prices. All right, it's actually cheaper than going out in L.A. But uh, to people from, say, small town Iowa, they would be like, oh, it's so expensive here. And, you know, when you, Martini was like $9, hmm. which here in L.A., it's like 14 15 bucks. If, you, uh, if you're on stage uh, performing, do you get a free drink to take up there uh, on stage no. with you? No. <laughs> no. What about a soda? I get a discount. What about Coke? Uh, no, Coke? I got to pay. I pay for Coke. Uh, so, uh, coffee, tea, and you know, water is, is free. Coffee, tea, and water is free. Okay. Yeah. But everything else you got to pay. Soft drinks you got to pay for. What about an iced tea? Yep. You can get your, you can get, and lemonade, you can get your Arnold Palmers if you want. For free? Yeah. All right. That they'll give you. But everything else you got to pay. Wow. And soda is, we know how cheap soda is. You know, everything, any, everything on a ship. They got to bring it in and, you know. What's the, uh, what's the rawest thing you say in your act on, on the boat? Because you I, have to be deadly clean. <laughs> I got chastised on the one I took. It was like a high-end luxury one mm-hmm. in uh, Europe. And that one I got uh, reprimanded for saying the word penis. 
Mike, yeah. clean up. I know. What do you say now? Schlong? <laughs> Chubby. I got pulled aside after the first one. Yeah, the cruise director's like, yeah, you just want to, you know. Could you say, say, you know, every, every cruise line's different. But that, that's what it is. It's like, that was the say, only place where somebody, a woman complained, an old woman complained. Could you Everywhere say, else, if they were offended, they don't say anything. Could you say wiener? Or would that have got you reprimanded too? I think it was the context of the joke too. It was, yeah. it was like um, implied uh, masturbating, which uh, I think that was more of the tone. But yeah, but it, the way it was put to me, uh, she was offended, you know, the whole penis thing. And I was like, okay. Tell us the joke. What's the joke? No, it was, it was about, uh, I'm not going to do my bits here. Come on. Boo. Don't make me do that. That's horrible. I'm going to complain. I'm gonna yeah, complain. exactly. I'm going to complain that you didn't say penis. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I'm going to be going back. I don't know. When, when does this drop? I have no we idea. We don't know. I okay. just wanted to record with you just in case that boat capsizes. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm gone for four weeks in a row. That's the longest I'll, I'll be four doing. Four weeks in a row? Yeah. Wait a minute. My summer shot you're not, you're not on the same boat for four yep. weeks. You're on the same the boat same for four same seven-day trip four times in a row You never the same cities. You never come home? No. I'm going to be gone for four weeks. That's straight. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle, talk to Mike while I turn the air conditioner off. Uh, do you take books <laughs> on the boat? I do. Pat just gave me one. I read uh, Dave Holmes' Party of One. That's great. Enjoyed it. Former uh, guest of the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just gave me, what else did he give me? The Heart one and the uh, Ray Davies one. So now after the first day, what do you read? I know. I blew through that uh, party of one. That was a quick read. It's easy. That's easy to get through. It's easy and I was like, oh, I should have brought the other books. I thought that would like last me the whole trip. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. I yeah. went right through it. Uh, I'm going to bring both of the uh, Do you have like bios. a Kindle or anything? I, do, I have like a, uh, I'm my, I have a, you know, the bigger phone. Oh, okay. and I can read on that. But yeah, I mean, I have reading material. There, I brought DVDs. There's some maybe a DVD player in your room. I got all these screeners, like SAG screeners oh, that I didn't cool. watch over the years. I just bring those and try to write. Is I got a new laptop. Is there oh, some nice. type of a... Uh, you could watch DVDs in your laptop too then. Well, not the new ones. don't oh, have a no, slot. Drive. There's oh. no disk drive. I don't, I don't ever want to have a laptop without some type of a disk drive. Uh, you need a hard... You can probably get a separate disk drive, right? Yeah, that's how they get you. One. That's how they get you. Yep. Fucking um, Apple, man. Is there, a, is there like a library on the boat? Like, can you get books on oh, the yeah, boat anyway? Yeah. Yeah, they all have libraries all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and like the crew bar has like, a, there's a shop down there for the crew. Mm-hmm. They have DVDs you can loan out and everything else. All right. Store, little, little store. And how many, sh- in four weeks, how many shows we do? Fascinated by this. Two. Really? Usually yeah. in a week, I'll, I'll work like two nights in a week. And then it'll be your main set, mm-hmm. which would be the 45 minute set. Yeah. And you'll do an early and a late show. And that could be the same set on the same night. Are you the only and then I'll Is there an opener or a feature? Yeah, no, it's just me. Just the cruise you. director come out there and say like two things, maybe one corny joke that he uses every <laughs> every ship, and then uh, brings me out. So you go up pretty cold, and it's a big theater too. Some of these are like thousand seat theaters. Um, two and, levels, and, and gigantic. How, how many people are? Is, is it full? <laughs> it can be. It depends on the. This last one I did, like the the early one was good, and then the late one was. They're old people, man. The late show was like nine forty five, and it was like. And if, if 75 people are sitting in a thousand seat theater, it looks like two people, you know, it's, it's awful. Are you trying to tailor some uh, bits to the old people? Yeah, you have to. It's a lot of like, I don't know. Um, there's a, there's a thing we used to call it, uh, like remember when jokes, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, Heffron type stuff, but it's good. Remember like in the eighties and the seventies yeah. or something. Yeah. Remember in the forties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can go back as the seventies. That's, you know, because especially like a princess, they play love boat reruns. Yeah. 
on one channel and they're so bad. So they're easy to make fun of because they all watch them and it's just like, sure. it, we forgot how just terrible that show was. It was really bad. Remember when you were uh, making rivets for World War II? Right. Remember when you had to go around collecting tin? Remember, right. remember when you had to have an abortion in an alley? <laughs> Is that kind of stuff? There's a lot of stuff about getting older, you know, and, uh -huh. and you know, they get all that stuff. But then you could, you could have like kids in the audience too. And that's the brutal part. You'll oh, have like an 80-year-old and then kids. That's brutal. Yeah. And somehow you got to appeal to all that, which I don't. You got to hope that those, uh, the old people are, are, di are digressing or getting Alzheimer's. And then, then they, meet, <laughs> I can say they, the meet, same jokes. they meet the kids somewhere in the middle. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, that's where, I mean, I've worked with jugglers and magicians and that kind of stuff plays better to like oh, all ages. Sure. Have you tried to ju practice juggling no. in your room? <laughs> you got, you got a lot of downtime. Oh, my God. I learned some magic I want to learn Spanish or something. Actually, on the ship, I should learn uh, Tagalog. So I speak to all the Filipinos, which is like most of the crew is like either Filipino or Indonesian. So what's and the they're on the ship for like 10 months. Do you make any journey jokes? <laughs> no. <laughs> You mean the band journey? Yeah. Look at you, rock solid. I saw where you're going with it. I saw that. Yeah. Hey, we have a topic today, guys, that... Uh, Speaking of looking back. Yeah. A listener suggested this topic, and I cannot find his email. So when this drops, please email me, and then I'll give you some props on Twitter and I'm Facebook. I'm email you and say it was me. It wasn't uh, Tom Nurber? No, it wasn't Tom. Was it an email or a Facebook message, though? It was, it was one or the other. I can't, but I go, I've gone through my <laughs> yeah. Facebook messages, my personal emails, my rock solid emails. I just can't, my, 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 yeah, I can't find it. But the topic today is 1971 because someone said that, this guy said that 1971. There's a book. A book came out. There is, there is a book. It's called, it's called Never a Dull Moment, 1971. Uh, and then it's subtitled The Year That, uh, <laughs> The Year That Rock Exploded is the subtitle. It's written by David Hepworth. And, Mike, you also sent me an article from The Spectator in the U.K. that says, uh, was 1971 really yeah. the best year? Ever? They reviewed the book. For, yeah. And seemed to like it. Yeah. It sounds pretty interesting. So, and so when we were going through this, there's, uh, there's tons and tons and tons I mean, it, I mean, the guy's got an argument. I mean, it's, when you look back on the year, it's like, yeah. wow. I, had, I made up a list of, just to give people an idea. Oh, oh no. Have it? You got a list right in front of you. Oh, there it is. It yeah, this is on the floor. <clears throat> Maybe you left it on the boat. No, I just wrote down like this. This is an example. This is a quick list of, of the albums. Okay. This is just the album, just not even albums, the singles that came out. That came out. Okay. 1971, Led Zeppelin 4, Who's Next, Hunky Dory by uh, Bowie, What's Going On, Marvin Gaye, Sticky Fingers, uh, Blue by Joni Mitchell, L.A. Woman, The Doors, Imagine John Lennon, Tapestry, Carol King, Almond Brothers Live at the Fillmore East, Aqualung, Electric Warrior, T-Rex, <laughs> Masters of Reality, Sabbath, There's a Riot Going On, Sly and the Family Stone, Ram from McCartney, yeah. Pearl by Janis Joplin, oh Teaser and the Firecat, uh, Every Picture Tells a Story, Nursery Crime by Genesis, Madman Across the Water. That's insane. Nilsson Schmilson. I, I imagine Surf's we're, up. We're going to hear some songs from these albums oh, yeah. today, too. Low Spark of High Heel Boys, American Pie, Tupelo Honey, Shaft, and... Uh, Faces had a couple, like two albums. Alice Cooper had two albums yeah. that year. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we just had a complaint, Mike, that you said the word shaft. Oh. So you're uh, going to have to. I'm going to clean it up. A woman complained. She doesn't want <laughs> She said, I was there and the comedian said, hey, lady, would you like to put some Tupelo honey on my shaft? <laughs> and then and slurp it off. And um, it's not going to fly, Mike. <laughs> but um, I mean, come on. I mean, the, the, that's, a, that's a hell of a year. That's incredible. 
And I was trying to think of my own theories of why. I mean, he mentioned something. There's a quote in that article that maybe there's something about there was so much product out there at the time. Yeah. And that they had to put and, and they were cranking out like an album a year. Everybody was so and it was before technology took over, which was the kind of thing like I never noticed it. But they mentioned how like there was no click tracks and stuff like that, like in, in Led Zeppelin four in rock and roll. Yeah. It speeds up. And I went back and listened to it after that. And it does. Like the tempo, it's not like a consistent... No. Yeah, so it's it's faster at the end than it is, and you could never do that now. Do you think they intended it to be faster? I think they just... uh, They just kind of cranked it out and let everybody... Everybody could do their ideas. And it didn't have to be perfect and over... You know, so there's faults. Sometimes everything now is just so (laughs) precise and perfect that it takes the... um, heart and soul out of it. And I think said like tapestry was like five sessions over three days or something. That's amazing. Yeah. And it just, it, it, they said she wasn't a perfect voice, but that was one of the appeal of it, yeah. uh, of it that the uh, people thought that it sounds like they sing. Like women yeah. thought that like, I say, I sound like that, you know, that's how lady, that's how ladies sing. <laughs> yeah. It's not perfect. Guys can, sing perfect. Ladies right. don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into this, um, I think uh, a Dirty iPod uh, asked me if he could try his his hand at the show intro. So let's see what Ooh, he's got I, for I us. I can't wait. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Rock Solid, the unfunny podcast for all things music, both old and fucking older. <laughs> this place sucks ass. All right. It's not what I expected him to say. I thought it'd be a little more straight up. Uh, he's not wrong this today, though. There's nothing new. No, no. It's all old, all 71. old, old and fucking older. And how old were you in this? I was, let me see, I was born, I was seven. Wow. How old were you? Probably four? I was, uh, yeah, four. Four. No, yeah. What what year were you born? 67? (laughs) Yeah, late in 67. Late in 67. Yeah. This is the year we moved to uh, Chicago. But then, um, but I remember, it seems like I remember a lot of these songs from, I was seven, so I heard these on AM radio probably all the time. And I think that's another thing that's just like FM radio was really coming into its own and... Everything from that year was like a staple of FM radio that yeah. just got played endlessly, you know, our whole lives. Yeah. <laughs> so I have, uh, I have 40 songs on my list. Yeah, I brought 30. Yeah. I can't, we can't get to all those we, unless we, we blast through it. We'll, we could. We'll never play 70 songs, but I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure we, I bet we have a couple crossovers. Maybe. Oh, uh, absolutely. We'll but uh, I'll let you start it up. Okay. Well, I mentioned it in that list I said, but this is my favorite Stones album came out this year and it's Sticky Fingers Mm -hmm. and I like everything in the Mick Taylor era. Yeah. But uh, this is probably one of my favorite riffs from the human riff. Keith Richards, I mean, just the, the start of this is just so awesome. And, and Kyle, if you don't crank this shit up. I think Christy calls him, so it, doesn't Christy call him Lord Riffington? Lord Riffington. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, just the open of this with right. the guitar and the drums, All it's right. so awesome. It. Taylor coming in the left ear.
How awesome is that? That's amazing. It's also got two songs on this album that would never get any play today. Brown Sugar and Bitch, Bitch would never yeah. be played. <laughs> I would say apologies to the Stones because I had uh, I had Dead Flowers. Oh. Because again, I wanted to pick one off the beaten path, and you did. But but all the songs, top to bottom, that but everyone knows all flawless. the songs. That Every, album is amazing. Yeah, everyone knows all the songs. They're firing on all cylinders. Oh, so great, so yeah. great. Yep, cool, cool cover. You'd never have yeah. a real zipper on the a, Warhol that cover. Would, that would cost too much. <laughs> Wouldn't do it. Didn't they discontinue it after a while? I mean, it was just too expensive to to make. Pro- they probably did. Yeah. yeah. But now, when you buy it, you get it again. Probably those are collectibles, right? I mean, yeah. those are valuable. The original zipper ones? I would assume so. Yeah. I heard Mick's cock was right in it. If you, if you zip it, unzip it, it's, you'd yeah, reach it, in and grab it. Oh, it's right there. Yeah, it's right there. Well, that is very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my, uh, my, uh, my first pick is uh, I went off the, off the beaten path a little bit. I went with a song from 1974. Oh, well, but, well no. I, see, I think you're missing the theme. <laughs> no, this is, a, this is from 71. This is the James Gang. Oh, Joe Walsh. From their third album, and this is uh, this is Walk Away. Nice. Taking my time, choosing my line, trying to decide what to do. Looks like my style, I don't want to get off. Got myself all up on you. Seems to me. Was that their first hit? Um, was that their... Uh, I don't think that... I don't know if that was their first hit. Let me look. That was from their third album. So they had what? Funk 49? And- Funk, 40, Funk 49 was from 1970. So okay. that, that predates this. Sounded great. But uh, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that song. I still don't know if he needed the Eagles. But, you know, it worked I know out. He had, he had but- a great solo career. Yeah. Probably, though, he made a lot more money touring with oh, the absolutely. Eagles. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think you saw that and went, ooh, yeah. I can play to a packed stadium. The guy cleaned up in 1994. He st- straight up cleaned his act up for that reunion tour and has never gotten dirty again. I know, but he toes the line in that documentary. Yes. He's like, yeah, those are the guys, the alpha dogs. It's like, I don't know. You could have stood up for yourself a little more, Joe. I think you have. I'm sure behind the scenes, you go, eh, fucking dicks. <laughs> uh, what's up? What okay, got? I, got, uh, I'm, I got a slew of one-hit wonders. All right. And this is guy more of a three-hit wonder, I think. But uh, I'm going to keep with the knock theme. And this is one of the biggest hits of 1971. This All is right. Tony Orlando and Dawn. Oh. I can hear your music playing. One floor below me, you don't even know me. I love you. Oh, my darling, not three times on the ceiling if you want me. Mm-hmm. If the answer is no, oh, my sweetness means you meet me in the hallway. I love that song. It's great. It's oh, that's nice. Means you ain't gonna show. See, Kyle, this is this is an old-fashioned booty call. This is how they yeah. did it back then. You had to knock on the pipe. None of your sexting. No, no sexting. No mm-hmm. dick pic. You got to pound, literally pound on the ceiling. Yeah, if you want to pound, you got to pound. <laughs> uh, just so you know, Don is Telma, not Thelma. It's Telma Hopkins. Telma Hopkins of 227 fame. That's right. And Joyce Vincent. 
Mm-hmm. Now, in 1970- and a variety show they variety had. Variety show. Now, in 1971, it's pretty progressive. You have two African American women, women, women backing. Uh, it was he. He's Hispanic or he Cuban? Is. Cuban descent, maybe. I don't know. But, no, he's uh, uh, He might be Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Yeah, one, one of those. But still, that's pretty. Uh, that was all, I like, don't know. one of the favorite. Um, Kai was laughing because I don't know. What are you looking it up? Yeah, but you're I'm going like, to guess. Yeah, one of those. One of those. Whatever. <laughs> my, guess, my guess is Puerto Rican, but um, probably not Archie Bunker's favorite show <laughs> back then. <laughs> but I remember seeing Bob Costas. Remember Bob Costas' old later show? Yes. Yeah, I and love that show. It was great. And they, I remember saw an interview with Costas and they asked him what uh, interviews. Mm-hmm. And I thought of that when we were starting this and you were deciding, oh, I don't know, should we talk to that guy? Yeah. I think it was, who was the first guy? The guy from uh, Silverfish. Silver. Um, Silverhead. Michael DeBar. Michael DeBar. Yeah. And we're like, oh, I don't know, people know him. And I go, and this is the same thing Casa said. It's like, I don't want people to think like Tony Orlando is my you know, type of music. Yeah. But then he started to realize, well, this is a guy who's been in the business for, at that time, like 30 years. He yeah. knew everyone. He used to open for like the Beatles. On wow. their first tour, before when they came, I failed. You know, on those old, he'd be at the bottom of the, of the billing, under like Little Richard That's and all crazy. these guys. And he worked with everyone, and he had amazing stories. And you know, and and, and he was a network star. Yeah, he was a huge deal. He was huge. Yeah, and I, he was a great interview. So then, you know, after my go to bar, I learned all these people have amazing stories. Yes, if and, you're in the business that long, you you yeah, got yeah. something. And it's funny that you just bring this up. I just received in the mail last week from Cherry Red Records in the UK. Um, the first two Silverhead albums, maybe the only Silverhead albums. I don't were, think I've ever heard of them. Were just re-released. I'd never heard them either. They're great. Really? They're really cool stuff. <laughs> I was like, what the? This is really good. Oh, yeah. It's, I, gotta, uh, I gotta listen to that. I, I'll, I'll burn you copies. His father was Greek and his mother was Puerto Rican. Aha! Michael DeBar's mother was Puerto <laughs> Greek and Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. wonder what the... Puerto, com- Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. they call it. See if you can look up and uh, see any comedy sketch that might have been on the Tony Orlando show. Oh, they're brutal. Show, Kyle, and we'll play that in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and I'll jump into my next song. You're doing double duty. Oh, look You're looking on YouTube. You've got to play a song. Uh, this was the aforementioned... Uh, this is a band very divisive. I find which one people either like the band or they, or they hate them. And that's, it's the doors. I hate them. (laughs) I know where I fall on that. That would, if you want to instantly make the, uh, the Knopfler episode, not my least favorite episode. (laughs) You too. Doors episode. Uh, Kyle's on my side on this one from LA woman. It makes me want to die from a drug. Riders on the storm. (laughs) Shut up. You drunken buffoon. I always just think, what, you know, when you watch the Doors movie, it's like going to see the Doors in concert was like, hey, we're going to see a whole show or is it going to end after a song and a half? I don't know. It's it's always, so either, show. either way, we're going to get ripped off. <laughs> um, I, like, I like their popular songs. I, and I remember in college, this guy on our floor, Doors was his favorite band and would go, fuck you, yeah, you know, put, put Journey on. But uh, this is from L.A. Woman. Uh, this is uh, Lover Madly. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have a bass player. Yeah, we know. It's a bass keyboard. If I get to hear Ray Manzarek call it Morrison a shaman one more time. But don't you, love away. you can't because Ray's dead. I know, finally. You don't like anything about this song? No. She just said no. Don't you love her face? Don't you love her I 
I would love to have the way I had um, the 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 remaining members of the NAC on. I would love to have. Uh, Robbie Krieger and John Densmore on together. I'm sure they'd be fascinating. It would be fascinating. Again, they've been in the business for 50 right. years. They, I mean, they got great stories, but I, I, then you'd have to play the music. Then that's when I turn it down. <laughs> Hello. Who's it? You, don't you tell me. It was Paul F. Tompkins. I saw him do a bit once that he was saying, if you walked by a lounge in a, in a bad Holiday Inn and there was some guy singing, I'm gonna love you till the stars <laughs> fall from the sky. You would like laugh and walk by. Wouldn't you? you sure. Right? I'm gonna love you. Shut up. You, you can sing anything in that voice. Yes. Though. Brown sugar. How come you taste so, so good? good? But he looked good. Did you find a sketch for us? Uh, yeah, which one? You want to watch Ruth Buzzy? Antonio Orlando at the butcher shop? Okay. Ooh, you or, had me a Ruth Buzzy. Yeah. Or um, Milf. <laughs> There's a one called Fancy Meeting You. Oh, that might be a song, Fancy Meeting You. Okay, let's here. see Ruth Buzzy. You can't go wrong with that. Unless you got a Joe and Well, Merlin you can't there. see. Well, she's better hit him with the purse. Yeah. If she doesn't hit him with the purse, then. They're in a butcher shop. Okay. Of course they are. Here we go. Uh, okay. Tony Orlando just walked Tony in. Tony Orlando just walked in. Take a number. I'm the only one here. <laughs> That voice, it can't be. What would he be doing in Angelo's butcher shop? She's shocked to see him. Oh, it's Tony Orlando. He's playing himself yeah. in the sketch. But it couldn't be. Yes, it is. Oh, oh I've got all your records. What is what is Everybody Ruth Buzzy doing working in a butcher shop? I turn the world off while you turn me on. <laughs> The audience yeah. loves it. He's rubbing his head and loves his hair. It's, ter- it's terrible. It's absolutely... Uh, there's he's tickling his mustache now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, she's unbuttoning his shirt. Now, one of the writers said, Hey, hear me out. <laughs> Tony, you go into the butcher shop, and he said, But what does my character... And I go, You're just Tony. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's when you so find terrible. out later that the writers are like you know, Richard Pryor and uh, David Letterman. Gary, <laughs> all these guys, Gary, Gary Shandling. They all wrote for the Tony Orlando. And Do- I know. It's like, what? That is unbelievable. Uh, yeah. That was entertainment. Really and bad. Love Boat. Try to sit through one of those. I tried on the ship. Horrible. Horrible. Well, I'm going to keep my knocking theme going. This is my third knocking song with our boy Dave Edmonds. His first big hit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Boy Dave, I was trying to find if I could find out the um, the writers on that uh, on that show. I couldn't, I couldn't, they're not listed. They are not listed. Did Edmonds have a hit after that until he went to Rockpile, or was it like that big eight year gap? Um, let me see. At least in the U.S., I don't know. I can't think of anything else I, he had. I knew The Bride in 1977, Girls Talk in '79, and Rockpile was in '80. So I guess he had a, maybe. I mean, Girls Talk went to number four in the U.K. 
uh, songs that I don't know. Uh, you know, yeah. ba- Baby I Love You went to number eight in the UK. Born to Be With You went to number five. Never really had a hit in the US until Top 40 hits Slipping Away from 1983, produced by um, Jeff Lynn. I remember that video. Yeah. It was like a, 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 a not a, like a racetrack, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. That's a good album. I like that album. It is. Um, all right. This, this is a lady. She, this, good, this lady also had a variety show with, a, with, a, with the mayor of Palm Springs. Oh. Her name is Cher. Her name's Cher. And uh, she's tweeting about the, the election. She's not <laughs> on board with the Donald Trump. But, uh, she doesn't like gypsies, trumps, and thieves. <laughs> no, <she does> not. <laughs> I see what you did there. I like it. Good job, Kyle. Uh, let's hear a little bit of this song. I was born in the wagon of a trailer. Here, I used to dance for the money they'd throw. Mama would do whatever he could. Preach a little gospel. Sell a couple bottles of Dr. Little bit. It's a little creepy. Yeah. You know what they laid their money down for, Kyle? Pussy. <laughs> little shaft attack. <laughs> uh, All the songs are like story songs. Yeah. Half Breed. Yeah. And what, the, what was it? The Voodoo Woman? What was the one I played? The Voodoo Woman? Years ago. They're all very politically At the correct. scary songs, it was... Yeah, they're yeah, all very not politically yeah. correct at all. <laughs> Half-breed! <laughs> Something but, about a variety show. I don't, I, I don't well, they, could just, put her, they could put her in a headdress on a horse, and she could come out and sing Half-breed. <laughs> or they could, put her, they could put her in some gypsy clothes. And, who in the top 40 could do a variety show today? I, I mean, other than Justin Timberlake, who can do everything? Um... Bieber? You think you, Bieber could pull it off? Does he have the chops? To, I'm trying to think of the people no. that... I, no, no. no. I think, and you guys will laugh at me, but she's been very successful on Saturday Night Live as a host slash singer. I think uh, maybe Miley Cyrus, maybe could do it. Yeah, yeah. she's got it. Some I mean, she chops. acted. Yeah, she, that's yeah. how we st- she started. She yeah. could probably do it. She could probably do it. But now I mean, nobody wants to see that. Yeah, nobody wants to see. <laughs> that's it. the difference. But, There's not just three networks. We all have to like you know. Maya Rudolph. Shit. Maya Rudolph and Martin Short had one this uh, this summer. It's and it's pretty funny, but no one's turning into Maya and Marty. No, <laughs> no. But it's uh, it's really funny. <laughs> They do stuff. They let stuff go on really long and get awkward. Oh, really? Yeah. Like they did. A th- there's a thing where they were both uh, fashion designers, and they met. They met. They ran into each other at a store, and they cheek kissed like like so many times before <laughs> That's they funny. went hello, hello. And then it just just it was. It was like I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be like 30 cheek kisses before they continue because they were probably just cracking up so ba- badly. Oh, yeah. They go just let's keep doing. <laughs> I'll watch Martin Short do anything. Oh man, and Maya Rudolph's great too. Oh yeah. And they can both sing and dance and make themselves look silly. Yeah. I love Martin Short I guess so it's much. just for us. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, what do you got after? All the, right. You got well, a song about knocking? You got knocking boots? Nope, I'm out of knocking songs. These but boot, boots were made for knocking. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is a song for when you're done knocking boots and the relationship is over. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is the big album that won all the Grammys that year. This is uh, Tapestry, Carol King. Right. This is uh, too late. It's too late. Just to pass the time There's something wrong here There can be no denying One of us is changing Or maybe we just stop trying And 
Great that, album. That was uh, that was album of the year, uh, best female pop vocal, uh, record of the year for It's Too Late, song of the year for You've Got a Friend, and um, yeah, I think it sold like 25 million copies worldwide. That's incredible. And I just it said in that article about the book that she's going to be touring with it, I guess playing it. Oh, she's going to? It said in the article, yeah, at least in the UK, she was going to bring it there and play oh, yeah, it, she play played, it she top played, to bottom. She played in Hyde Park. Uh, Don Henley opened the show. Okay, that's an April article, yeah. That's oh, yeah. So that 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 would be great if she brought it here. Oh, man. That. That'd be so good. Oh, no, it would kill. This is, what, this is what amazes me, though, about Tapestry. It was released in February of 1971. Her follow-up album was released in December of 1971. <laughs> couldn't, they, couldn't you <laughs> Let ride... Let it breathe. Let it breathe a little bit. Couldn't you ride Tapestry out for, like, <laughs> get yes. a three-year break in there? Absolutely. And, um... That's what I mean about having so much product. I mean, they're just like you yeah. got songs. Come on, we're gonna we're gonna make another album. Yeah, unless unless they just were like, it doesn't it doesn't matter when we release your follow up. It's never gonna. It's yeah, never, you're, you're never gonna top this. So you might as well just throw it out there. <laughs> right. Get it over with. What did the next album do? Uh, I think it. Uh, I can tell. What was you. it called? It, it, it's good too. It's called Music. It has. Um, let me see if it has any songs that you know. Well, they didn't take time uh, titling it. No, well, the, the album before Tapestry. <laughs> well, you got any names? Yeah, music. The album I guess we're, well, what's on it? Well, music. All right, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, done. The album before Tapestry is called Writer. <laughs> okay. It's, I'm not kidding. All right. Uh, let me see if it's, uh, I can't really, some kind of wonderful, yeah, nothing, I mean. Nothing hit off it? Back to California. It doesn't look like there's any, not that I can see. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Went, uh, went to number nine on the billboard. Sold, sold a million copies. Respectable, yeah. but not coming off of... Not exactly 25 million. No, no. <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. Mm-mm-mm, Kyle, you know what I just did? What did you just do? I just had a big, nice, tasty bite of music. Mm, how'd it taste? Oh, God. You know as well as I do, music tastes good. Tastes so good, Kyle. And why are you laughing? You don't think music tastes good? No, I do. I do. I'll tell you right now. Great. Music tastes so good that there is actually a music festival in downtown Long Beach called Music Tastes Good. Kyle, the festival runs for three days. On Friday and Sunday, the bands are on feature curated single stages. And on Saturday, we feature four stages. People coming in from L.A. can use the Metro Blue Line. There's a stop that just is steps away from the festival. You get right off the Metro Blue Line. Boom. One, two, right there. You might actually, it might actually let you out right on the stage. Wow. That's how close the, the, the stop might be. You might get right out on the stage. You might walk off the train and hand the guitarist his pick. Wow. I know. Pretty impressive. Tickets are not expensive. I don't even want to say cheap because uh, I don't want to belittle it. I'm going to say tickets are inexpensive. For three days, $120. For a three-day VIP pass, $240. Individual nights, Fridays only 25 bucks, Saturdays 75 bucks, Sundays 35 bucks. Great bands every night of the festival, including the Rival Sons, the RX Bandits, Living Color, and Sun Little. That's on Friday. On Saturday, you got the specials, Iron and Wine, Squeeze, and Dr. Dog. Sunday, September 25th, we got Sylvan Esso, De La Soul, Gallant, and Las Cafeteras, if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm assuming that means the cafeteria in English. I would assume. But I could be wrong. Again, that's the Music Tastes Good Festival. It's in downtown Long Beach, September 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Amazing lineup, amazing bands. 
If you get a VIP ticket, farm to table dinner is served at features six of Long Beach's best chefs, along with featured chefs from across the country in Mexico. More details on that are coming soon. Again, go to the website, musictastegood.com. Enjoy music, Hop, because it not only tastes good, it's also fat-free and low calorie. You got it. <laughs> musictastegood.com. Go check it out. Now back to the show. I don't think I play this next band. Hardly, rarely do I, do I play this band, but their first album came out in 1971. These are some brothers that like, oh. like doobies. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, this is a song from their self-titled uh, debut, The Doobie Brothers. This is a great song. This is Nobody. No. Nobody gonna take the love away from me. It's so obviously them. Yeah. Was there any hits on that album? Nobody went to number fifty-eight. Okay. So no. No. And uh, <laughs> the album, the 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 album went to went to two hundred and ten. Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, that's that's a bust. Oh yeah. You would think. Oh, well, you guys are done. <laughs> no, they got, what, three, four more chances? No, well, no, the next album... Uh, was that Listen to the Music? Toulouse Street uh, went platinum. What was the first hit? Was uh, it Listen to the Music? Or I'll was tell it? you what it is right now. If you, you want to know, I'll tell you. Before Michael um, McDonald... Listen, 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 listen to the Music went to number 11. Okay. Um, Jesus is Just All Right was, mm-hmm. went to number 35. Rocking Down the Highway did not chart. Really? How did that not chart? That was all in the, these are all in the second album? That's all in the second album. Okay, well, the they did all right. Yeah. So, they got it together pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, but we were in the sophomore effort is better than the debut. Yeah, and it's um. Let me see what it is. let me see what the, if did they come maybe, out like maybe, maybe two months were, apart. Yeah, it's like no, no, no <laughs> album sales on that thing either. Like yeah. it's not gold or anything. But uh, no, se- April seventy one and then July seventy two. The second album went platinum. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's but the record company would because uh, they don't sound, that's uh, they don't sound bad. I'm sure that no, album yeah. sounds just like the other albums. It's just that like no one was. They weren't working that single much, I guess. It's a well. Listen to the Noonan show with uh, about REO. That that oh, was insane. Jesus Christ! They changed singers three times. Um, they they yeah. didn't have a hit for like five albums. Yeah, <laughs> just and, like and just modest. How many hits. chances do you get? I know. <laughs> were, like, were, were they just maybe they were bringing? Maybe they were good in a meeting. <laughs> you know, like some guys are just good in the meeting. Uh, they, they got something. They got I don't something. know what it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Who's got something? The second lead singer or the third? <laughs> One of them does. I like them all. Give them 15 chances. What's up? What do you got? You know what that is? White privilege. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Um, I listened uh, on the drive here. Mm-hmm. The guy announced on the radio that uh, this is the this week is the anniversary that recording us of the concert for Bangladesh. Oh wow! And I didn't bring anything off that album, but I do have a hit from then with uh, for Ringo Starr with George Harrison, and this was a hit from 1971. It's it don't come easy. This is my next song on my list. Is it? Not only do I have this song, it was the next song on my list. Wait, see, we're on the same wavelength. This is a great song. Yeah. Did George write it then? I think so. Yeah. 
Produced by George, written by Ringo. Really? Yep. Ooh. That went to number four in the UK. It went to number um, four also in the US. Did you read the blurb in the article about the concert for Bangladesh? I did. How, uh, <laughs> I guess this, there's a story in, in the book about it, how Eric Clapton wouldn't do it unless George could score him some New York heroin. <laughs> Some good New York. That's the only time he came down there. It was the first uh, charity concert. It's the same really. way we got you to record today. Yes. <laughs> yes, I got to get out of bed somehow. <laughs> um, and in the documentary, the the uh, living in the material world, the George Harrison documentary, they talk about it. It's great, great interview with uh, Phil Spector, who produced the album from it. And it's just like they did through it all together in like two days and they had like six hours to mic the entire band and they did an early show and a late show and somebody had to go downtown and drag Dylan out of his apartment and be like, no, really, could you come? That's nice. All right. Mm. My next song I can't play. Why not? Password uh, protected? No, no. It's, um, I thought it was 71 and it's from, it's actually from 72. So I'm going to spare people from hearing, uh. Some boss gags. Oh, yeah, Dinah Flow. It's actually 1972. Can't thought do you it. could sneak it in. No, I'm not going to do what. Not Hef- break the loot. Not, not going to do what Heffron did and not play one song from 1984 <laughs> or 85. What 85 is what it was. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to jump then into uh, a lady. It's, oh, man, I do I have a crush on this lady? 71. Can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. Is it Linda Rodstead? Uh, no, no. This this lady's got what I like. That's what I had a crush on. This this lady's got what I like. She's got. Uh, Moxie, like a little overbite, nice. Ooh, nice, Carly Simon. Oh, my yeah, Lord, sure. Lord above, Atta boy, Lord above. Let's hear this self-titled uh, track from uh, from Anticipation. This is a great song. We can never know about the days to come, but we think about them. Like, if that was on Carole King's album, you'd be like, okay, that, that totally fits. Yeah. Well, that went to number 13, and the album went... Um, yeah, it was a big album. Yeah, that was her second album, and it went, um, looking, I'm looking, it went gold. Mm-hmm. I- I'll have to lend you her autobiography. Oh, that's got to be good. She um, she banged everyone, and just she knows everyone, <laughs> right? <laughs> she goes to her therapist one morning after spending the night with uh, Warren Beatty, <gasps> and, she's, and she tells the therapist... Oh, the Sylvain you know, thing? Uh, no, but she's, tell, she's telling the um, therapist, you know, that oh, I spent the night with Warren Beatty last night. And this look comes over the therapist's face and she continues and he goes, I, I have to be honest with you. You were the second client this morning that told me they spent the night with Warren <laughs> Beatty last night. <laughs> That's great. How great is that? <laughs> But the James, Ta- the James Taylor stuff is great. Like oh, they, yeah. they were talk re- about good heroin stories. But they were really head over heels in love. Yeah. I mean, it was really. It's. I. I wish. I still wish they were together. When did that start? Was that before this or after? That was after, right? Like seventy two. Right, right or around, this is happening right around that time. Yeah. Yeah. Like she never even thought she was gonna like 
perform. She thought, I'll just make albums. But then Cat Stevens asked her to come out and open for him at the Troubadour for five nights. And oh, nice. I think she only played like five songs. She just come out and play five <laughs> songs. And then Cat would come out and then, then they would spend the night. Yeah, a boy, Cat. Steven. Yusuf Islam. Cat mm, for pussy. <laughs> Puss Stevens, right? Yeah, come on now. What's up? What I got talking? a great uh, bubblegum single here by a very popular. We're back to TV. Yeah. The Partridge Family. Oh, I got a Partridge Family song. Yeah, too. this is right. I Woke Up in Love This Morning. All right. Love it. Last night, Not a bad song. I turned off the lights, lay down, and thought I'm talking a minute. <laughs> I thought about the way that it could be. Two o'clock. Wondering what I'm doing here alone without you. So I close my eyes and dream you're here to me. Kyle, just jump right into my uh, Partridge Family song down there on the list, and then we'll discuss. <laughs> but uh, mine is uh, also from 71. It's I'll Meet You Halfway. Oh. Will there come a day when you and I can say we can finally see each other? Will there come a time when we can find the time to reach out for one another? So I'll Meet You Halfway went to number nine. I Woke Up in Love This Morning went to number 13, both released in 71 off of different albums. Uh, that you means know, I Think I Love You was probably 70, right? I Think I Love You was 1970, went to number yeah. one. Then Doesn't Somebody Want to Be Wanted was also 71. That went to number six. So they had... It's like know. the extension of the monkeys. You know, it was like the next generation of the monkeys. It was, the, but, we, and, but we know that the, we know that the, wrecking, the wrecking crew That's what I was going to say. The Wrecking Crew was probably so, back in there. Yeah, so it's... Um, it's David Cassidy with the Wrecking Crew. That's a great band. Yeah. He and Shirley Jones did sing backup. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. To to make it a little yeah. cohesive with the show. <laughs> they didn't let Susan Day in the studio. No, let's, or uh, Bonaduce, the Bonad- old Bonaduce, Bonaduce didn't get play in. The, yeah, play the strumming a bass bigger than him. Bass. <laughs> uh, but I love David Cassidy's voice. Uh, I know he's always he's one of those guys that's like I wanted to rock and I had to do this. Yeah, thing. you know what. He, he, you were on the charts, dude. Oh God, he and forget how huge he was. That yeah. was like he would shoot during the week and then hop on a plane and go play sold out stadiums yeah. all over the place and fly back and yeah. it was nuts. I, I, it's a shame that I don't know if a guy like that appreciated that at the time. No, nah, probably. And then you know, was, you got to smoke your way through it or sniff your way through yeah, it. I mean, he still has some DUI problems. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, I mean, it's pretty bad. But uh, I love those songs. Those songs are great tunes. Yeah, it's probably like the same. Writing group that did the monkey songs, right? Yeah, the Boys and Heart and all those guys. No, that, no, that's a good question. Let's see who wrote these songs. Doesn't they didn't do any diamond, <laughs> like the monkeys. Oh, this is funny. Mike Appel, Jim Kritokis, uh, and Wes Farrell. But Mike Appel and, and Jim, they were uh, 
they were uh, they were behind uh, Springsteen's first couple albums. I think they managed him. Oh, really? Yeah, Mike Appel um, gets a, a co-producing credit on the song "Born to Run." So, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Well, two years later, Bruce did his yeah. debut album, right? Yeah, seventy three. And, and I'll meet you halfway was written by Wes Farrell and uh, Jerry Goffin. Goffin. Okay. Oh, I wanted to say I just saw Carol King's ex. Yeah, right? I just saw the uh, the Carol King beautiful musical at the Pantages. And uh, first act is stellar, and I personally think the second act it falls apart. Oh, it's not it's not that great. But people disagree with me. But I was like, man, that first act was so good, and then the second act was just like, but all right. I heard the woman in it is really good. Yeah, she was good, and then um. And then what I, I don't like when they take some liberties, like literally she leaves New York, she comes to L.A. and she records Tapestry. That's how the second act goes. I'm yeah, like, it was a little stuff in between there. Didn't really happen. I would have liked <laughs> to maybe seen her, you know, at the Troubadour. And she had, she was she was in a band that recorded an album. Then she recorded her first solo album, then Tapestry. But that was just like, I'm leaving New York, ma. Yeah. Go to L.A. Tapestry. It was like, mm, well, they cover like her that. relationship with Goffin. Yeah, it's it's basically a the show's really about. Um, Barry Mann and Cynthia Weil and that writing team yeah, husband, husband Brill wife. building stuff yes, yes Brill building stuff and the relationship with um, with Don Kirshner and yeah that, it's really about those five people it's not like if they ever called it the Brill building I mean mm-hmm. the only reason it's Carol King mostly I think is because they use her songs through, but it's, there's music all throughout but I, I don't know I think a Brill building movie or musical yeah. would be then you'd really have to have good. a Neil Diamond character in there yeah, and all yeah, those yeah. guys, it's so cool. which would be great. But uh, yeah, they talk about the monkeys in this, and yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. They but didn't touch on the fact that when after Tapestry, she got married to some lumberjack dude and moved to no, no, they didn't it touch was like all Wyoming that. I can, or something. I, I can lend you, I can lend you her biography too. Autobiography yeah, no, too. that's got to be great. Yeah. So um, okay, two Partridge family. We're done with the we're done with the Partridge family. We're done talking about all right. The, the King of Carol. Well, I mentioned this in my list. This is the title track from uh, Van Morrison's album. So he followed up Astral Weeks, I think mm-hmm. it was 69, and then Moondance. Mm-hmm. And then this one, which is uh, the title track. This is Tupelo Honey. Sail right round All the seven oceans Drop it straight into the deep blue sea Great album, great song. That is a great song. I also had a song from this album, but we'll uh, we will just uh, apologies to uh, Wild Night. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a great song. Yeah, yeah, that's a good song. Even even John Mellencamp's version is good. Oh right, <laughs> you know, he had a big hit with it. He did. He did. I, I, I hate to give him praise, but we I, we will. At the time that came out, I don't think I even knew that it was a, a cover. Oh come on, really? I don't think I did. Oh man, that was yeah. a hit. That was a hit for a van. Yeah, yeah. I probably was like, this sounds familiar. <laughs> uh, I'm going to jump to uh, uh, Rod Stewart's 1971. Oh, you mentioned it every picture list. tells a story. Let's hear that. We're going to hear the um, we're going to hear the title track. And uh, after a while, I'm going to give you uh, the finger, Kyle. This one right fucking here. And then you're going to jump to the uh, time code. Okay. Feel free to talk throughout the episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Standing in front of 
right, if you can jump to the, the chorus of this song and then. Uh, Like he doesn't say this until deep, deep, deep in the song. And then Kyle, could you let the audience know what Rod Stewart's up to uh, in 2015, 2016? <laughs> oh, no. Come on, little soldier, you look so tired. You nearly fell out of that chair. So he was castrated? He was neutered? Turn what happened? Turn down the television, pick up your toys, and I'll race you to the top of the stairs. <laughs> Cuddle up close and I'll turn out the light, and we'll look wow. for the man in the moon. <laughs> I'll tell you a story about Gotham City. If you promise not to grow up too soon, it's time for bed, my little boy. Yeah. Lay down your head. <laughs> the only. I'll <laughs> be This is my favorite part. You wake up with Woody and Buzz and a great big hug. Woody and Buzz. I'll be when you wake up with your shoes and socks and a house full of. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay. The only thing that makes that maybe redeemable is that I'm hoping he's singing to his uh, baby that he fathered at 70 <laughs> and not his grandkids. He, he is. Yeah, damn right he is. That's the only thing that makes him cool by doing that. Here's what else makes it cool. He wants he wants this kid to fucking get in bed yeah. so that he can go drink and bang. <laughs> I'll go up, I'll put him, I'll just fucking tell him the fucking dumb Woody story, and then we're going to come down, <laughs> and we're going to go to town out in the hot tub in our, in our Bel Air mansion. Um, I still the argument that without every picture tells a story, I don't think he's held in the, the highest. I mean, he's, I like Rod Stewart, but I don't know if he gets in the Hall of Fame as a solo act without every picture tells a story. Well, that, was his, that was his third solo album. That one had every picture tells a story, Maggie May, Mandolin Wynn. I know I'm losing you. Reason to believe. Yeah, but great the, album. And his, but, first, his first album had uh, you know Street Fight Man, Handbags and Glad Rags, and then and then the second album, Gasoline Alley, had Gasoline Alley and Cut Across Shorty and. But, but yeah, also, but this was really this was like the high water mark. Yeah, and he also I remember when you said about the chorus. Maggie May doesn't have a chorus. No. And he talks about it, too, in the yeah. book. It was like it, nobody thought it was going to be any kind of hit because yeah. there's no chorus in it. And it's the best, though. Yeah, it's awesome. It's so good. So I don't have to play it. It was on my list, and I can X that out. Apologies to the Maggie May lovers. All right. But we've all heard it 8,000 yeah, times. Yeah, a million times. But I don't get sick of it. No, it's awesome. I also like the song that sounds just like Maggie May. You wear it well. Like they sound, <laughs> yeah. To me, like they're so similar. And he also, I think The Faces released two albums that year as well. Because Stay With Me came out. It was uh, a Not As Good As A Wink to a blind horse yeah, yeah. and stay with me's on that i think yeah yeah yeah. and they would um that was the year of rod man i know he would do a faces album then a solo album oh. and then the faces basically kind of played on the solo albums yeah. too like ronnie wood did i think long player came out in 71 as well there you go that's busy guy i know and he probably impregnated you know 12 women that year yeah he's probably tucking in kids since he was 18 <laughs> woody and buzz oh awful <laughs> awful <laughs> I'm going back to the TV stars. Okay. This guy had a variety show with his sister, 
But before that, they had a cartoon with his family. Uh-oh. The Jackson 5 were huge, and the network executives and the record people said, we got to get a white version I got this song of too. the Jackson 5. I got this song, too. Let's and not it. only a white version, the whitest version mm-hmm. of the Jackson 5. is the Osmonds. One bad apple. I had it on my list. Yeah. This song, listen how great they sound, though. Listen, Donnie, when he comes in. Yeah. I can tell you've been hurt by that look on your face, girl. Some guy brought a saving to your happy world. You need love, but you're afraid that if you give in, someone else will come along and suck it to you again. One bad apple don't spoil the whole bunch, girl. I think he also had some solo hits as well. That uh, I know, Puppy Love maybe came out a year later or something. Now it's showing me that this this single actually came out in 1970. What? November of 1970, but maybe it. It must have still been on the charts in 71. I'm sure. So. Ah, uh, okay. I had it Sorry on my list that. too, so we, we both, it's partial Fallon, but we still yeah. got to hear that uh, amazing, <laughs> amazing, uh, amazing voice of Donnie. Could you, uh, Kyle, I think, I think Dirty iPod wants to, he keeps nudging me, he wants to say one more thing. Oh, yeah. Let's hear. He's got a lot to say. Let's hear what he has to say about our co-host. Oh, no. Whoa, Donnie that's the Osmonds. Yeah, that's the Osmonds. That's not. I would love it if Dirty Apple loves to party. Cocaine is his drug of choice. That motherfucker brushes his teeth with it and rubs it on his balls. <laughs> All right. Well, that's. I don't know what, what's rubbing it on you when you rub cocaine on your balls. What's that do? It just that's, warms them up a little just bit. Warms them up. Okay. Yeah, wakes well, you up in the morning. All right. Good to know. Some people use Gold Bond. I use that. <laughs> gold Bond powder. <laughs> Um, oh, it's my turn because uh, we both had that song, but you mm-hmm. initiated it. Let's go to Led Zeppelin 4. Hey, somebody had to do it. And, uh, you mean Man with Sticks? Mm-hmm. Man with Sticks. Uh, yeah, Wayne Fetterman corrected me the other night. I said, yeah, hey, we're going to talk about Led Zeppelin 4. Well, technically, it's not Led Zeppelin 4. It's, un- 4. it's untitled. And I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. It's the also awesome guy who, who refuses to acknowledge regular Coke. He says, yeah. thing is, such thing as regular Coke. There's Coke. It's Coke or Coca-Cola. <laughs> But this is, uh, this is, is some people call it Zozo. Yeah, yeah. This is, uh, in my iTunes, I, I call it Led Zeppelin 4, but this is uh, when the levee breaks. Oh, uh, the drum kick in the yeah. greatest start. Still a great scene in uh, It Might Get Loud when when Jimmy Page goes to the house they recorded that in. Uh-huh. And they said they set up uh, Bonham's drum kit in the foyer of this house that had like a three-story high ceiling. And that's why it gets the uh, echo effect. 
And then after that, drummers wanted, when they heard the sound, they wanted to like, record in elevator shafts and stuff like that. And they play the beginning, play the uh, opening from the opening. And then, then they play, it's like, okay, what? how see. did it sound? It's like, oh, this is how it sounded. <clears throat> Right? I mean, <laughs> people are like, That's Don Henley heard it. Hey, how do I get my drums to sound like John Bonham? Oh, hit him yeah. harder. Yeah, hit him harder. <laughs> learn, learn to play. Hit him harder. That's the greatest. That's when... Um that's when everyone like they would rent a castle to record yeah, the album. Yeah, it was like some manor house way out in the you know English countryside. Crazy. Bring a truck and run line, you know, wires through yeah. it. And now you just record. You can record in this room. Yeah, and you go, right. It sound perfect. Yeah. It wouldn't speed up. Forty-eight tracks <laughs> on your iPod. All right, what is got? it me? Yeah. All right, this is a single, uh, one-hit wonder, but uh, one of my favorite songs from that year. This is uh, King Floyd with Groove Me. You look so sweet and you're so doggone fine. I just can't get you out of my mind. You become a sweet taste in my mouth now. And I want you to be my spouse so that we can live happily now, now in a great big old roomy house. And I know you're gonna That was, uh, I think, the first time I ever heard that song was on the uh, the Blues Brothers briefcase full of blues. Oh, was it on there? Yeah, Dan I might Ac- have played it on the Funk episode. Dan Aykroyd probably ramps it up with something. Yeah. That's the next one coming up. <laughs> That's by a band known as King Floyd. Please enjoy the blue stylings of Groove Me. <laughs> That's my Dan Aykroyd. Not very good. Um, let's go with, uh, let's get a lady singing here. Let's get this lady. This lady was in, she's, she's built like a pencil and she sings with her brother. Oh, no. They had like four hits that year. Let's hear a little something from the Carpenters. Yeah. Her voice is crazy amazing. It is good. Speaking of drummers, she plays drums. Mm Mm-hmm. Talking to myself and feeling old. Sometimes I'd like to quit Nothing ever seems to fit Hanging around Nothing to do but frown Rainy days and Mondays always get me drowned Oh, it's going to rock up here in a second. What I oh, no. they used to call the blues Nothing is really wrong Feeling like I don't belong Walking around Wow Some kind of lonely cloud Rainy days and Mondays always get me down Those 70s ladies could sing Yeah You couldn't auto-tune it No Give me the thing once, Kyle I want to see I, I actually have Blues Brothers groove me I want to oh, see no. how, I want to see how uh, Elwood Blues ramps it up for us <laughs> Is Paul Schaefer leading the band? 
maybe there isn't any ramp. I thought there was a ramp up. They reggified it, huh? That's what they did. Oh, it's uh, awkward all around. Yeah, groove me, baby. Groove me. Is, is that his character from Trading Places? Yeah, I was going to say, hey, man, babuya, 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 ha! Did you see uh, the new Ghostbusters movie? I did not. All right. I was stuck in a ship. How is it? Your review? I was never a fan of Ghostbusters. Okay, right. So to me, this is, this is just as good as those. I enjoyed I enjoyed this one. I might have enjoyed this more. You get some laughs out of it? It's funny, but yes. the the plot, it's like they it's, it's like missing two scenes. Oh, and really? It's like painfully obvious that it's missing like two <laughs> scenes because it's very weird. It's it's jumps, it jumps ahead and, and it's like, like it, how it, do it we get here? It's basically, like, it's basically like Kristen Wiig comes to like save them, but she never actually left. So it's almost like she left and yeah, came back, but they never weird. show her leave. Okay. Yeah. So it's weird. <laughs> Kate McKinnon's great. Is yeah. she? She's really good at yeah. it. Yeah. She's, She's always strange. funny. All the, got all the cameos in there except Rick Moranis, who wouldn't do it. He said, I really don't see the point. Yeah. He also hasn't acted for... And what else ever. is he He's doing? retired. No. Well, his wife, his wife died of cancer, and then he retired to take care of his kids. And Bullshit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What a loser. What a loser. Look. He sounds like an asshole. He actually shrunk himself. He shrunk himself. <laughs> what happens is I just keep marrying younger and younger women so that my wife will Dump never... Dump her. Hey, look, I traded in for a new model. Yeah. It's just like a car. That way my wife will never die before I will. I'll always be banging a hot young lady. Well, speaking of movies, I think we should move down to number 20 for me, and then uh, we're going to keep with the Carpenter theme. For all you Tommy Boy fans out there, uh, this is a great scene in Tommy yeah. Boy. Never seen Tommy Boy. Yeah. What? She changed the channel. Well, I'm cool with it if you are. But you're not really. So what's happening in the scene? Tell me. You don't know the scene. I don't it's know it. Just they're driving and they're they're trying to find a station. And they hear this and they're like, "Well, do you want it? No, I don't know." And then cut later, they're both screaming this. Don't you They're like crying and yeah. <laughs> No, that's it. I yeah. love scenes like that. It's actually. a great scene. I love scenes it's like, like that. Ugh, talk about lame, you know. And they're like, "Yeah, I'll, well, I'm cool that if you are, they just leave it and then cut to a minute later. They're both screaming <laughs> at the top of their lungs." Um, we are gonna enter the realm, and whenever, whenever I say this phrase, people get angry and they send me. And I say, "Rock, with, rock, bullshit," aren't you? I, yes, and I say it with love. <laughs> this is April calls it wizard rock. I call it some prog rock bullshit. But mm-hmm. look, I love it. So let's listen uh, from. 1971 from an album called The Yes Album by uh, Yes. Let's hear it. Say no to yes. Let's hear it. I've seen all good people turn their heads each day so satisfied I'm on my way. Noodling, I'm noodling, mm-hmm. I'm noodling. Get a noodle. Noodle, noodle, noodle. It's just in my uh, left ear. Yeah, I mean... Was this in between a 20-minute song? Take a straight and stronger course It's not, but I believe Charlie There's a That lady can sing, too. Uh, Pat, I hate to tell you. What? Hey, it's a fella. No. Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're bamboozling me. Because <laughs> it's time, it's time, in time with your time and his news is captured. For the queen to use 
talking about playing chess. It's a song about chess. I'm sorry, I was asleep. Oh, okay. Kyle, could you play their song about tiddlywinks? <laughs> I think this. I think this <laughs> song was in like three Steve Carell movies within like a three-year period. It might have been. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Or like the trailers or something. Oh. That's a good song, though. Come on, that's a solid song. Okay. You know, of all theirs, it has words. It's bearable. Yeah. Then in the middle, it gets all great. Yeah, and it's six minutes. It it's picks six, up six minutes and fifty five seconds. <laughs> it picks long. up in the sixth minute. <laughs> All right, let's. What do you got? I skipped one, uh, Kyle. I'm sorry. Number nine, a great number one nine. hit wonder. N- number nine. Number nine. This is uh, from a band called Lobo. Oh, yeah. And this is uh, about hitting the road with your uh, man's best friend. I had it on. This is me and you and a dog named Boo. Getting it off my list. Low is a guy. It's a guy. Roland Kent Lavoy, better known by his stage name Lobo. <laughs> that was one of those that's always on the those KTEL compilations. Yep, yep. That went to number five. Ooh, huge. Yep, and then nothing. And then, not, not he could have been a good two hit blunder. Yeah, he could have been. Oh, he could. What was it? Listen, I'll tell you what his second. He did have one other single. I'll tell you. What. And I listened to it last night when I was making this. Uh, she didn't do magic. Was the follow up? It went to number forty six. Yeah. She didn't do magic. You and, looking that up? And yeah. then he sold insurance. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you might know me best as Lobo. <laughs> How's your coverage? <laughs> Is this it? Yeah. She didn't do magic. Oh, the police are coming. Ooh, this is from vinyl. Oh, very aggressive oh. acoustic guitar. From in Cross Georgia, I ran into Gloria. She said, This guy's on the road a lot. Yeah, yeah you write about what you know. He's got his dog. You know who didn't like it? <laughs> the, 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 rec- the U.S. The record-buying public. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now, in 72, he had uh, two top 10 hits. What? I'd Love You to Want Me went to number two and followed up with uh, Don't Expect Me to Be Your Friend went to number eight. Don't Expect Me to Be Your Friend. I think I have that on my... I listened to that. It's not that bad. It's basically you break up with... It's like, I don't want to see you again. Yeah. I'm working to hang out in the same places. Don't Expect Me to Be Your Friend. I can't like you. I love you. That was that's basically the theme of that. Kyle, try to find I'd love you to want me. That went to number two. Two? Yeah, that was a higher charting hit than me and Boo and the dog and what? The Boo. What year? 
This was 1972. So a year later, this guy was killing it for love, two years. I'd love you to want me. Lobo, is he still with us? Let me find that. I hope so. When I saw you standing he's, 70, there, he's 72 years old. I about fell out my chair. Number two? And when you moved your mouth to speak. I don't remember this. Let's get to the chorus and find out. Yeah, move it on up. I felt the blood go to my feet. Now it took time for What you tried so not to show. This could be anybody in the 70s. I know. Bobby Goldsboro. I see the one in your blue Okay, here's the chorus. Baby. Oh, yeah. I love you Oh, I remember this one. Yeah. The way that I want you. Oh, this guy's great. This guy's killing it, Lobo. When's the all Lobo episode? <laughs> Pretty soon. He might come in. Call that the main man. <laughs> That's a DC Comics uh, reference. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a DC comic hero, anti-hero, Lobo. Oh. He looks like Lemmy Kilmeister. <laughs> yeah, and with kiss makeup on. <laughs> yeah. Voiced by Brad Garrett in the Superman animated series. Oh, God. Are you, are, you, are you guys caught up now? Got it. Do you need to know anything else no, about it? No, we do not. All right. I'm going to go with, uh, with this. I think it's... No, that what? No, I played Lobo. You're right. All right. This is this <laughs> next uh, this next performer, uh, Janice Joplin. Oh, sure. There's a, a nice story about her in the upcoming uh, Peter Pardini Chicago documentary, in which uh, it might be at the Troubadour. I'm not sure what the venue is, but uh, uh, Chicago is coming in the door, and she, they're both coming in the door at the same time, and she drops her brush on the floor, and she looks at the horn player from Chicago and says, "Pick up my fucking brush." <laughs> And he tells the story. He's like, I look at her and I say, I, you should not use that language to me. We do not know each other. I am not going to pick up your brush. <laughs> and later she came and apologized. Said, you know, I'm sorry. I shouldn't talk like that to you. But I'm like, oh, really? very strange. <laughs> pick up my, pick fucking, up my brush. fucking brush. All right, <laughs> lady. This is from Pearl. This is me and Bobby. Oh, uh, yeah. Written by Chris Christopherson. And a dirty red bandana. Pick up my bandana, you fucking dick. When she'll walk her slapping time, I was holding Bobby's hand in mine. We sang every song that Java knew. Freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose. Released uh, posthumously. Oh, Pearl came out after she passed? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, I did not know that. I did not know. Ooh, did not know Johnny that. Carson. <laughs> Whenever I do Johnny Carson, I want to do Dirty Carson, but yeah. that's, that's part of his bit. We can't do can't Dirty Carson. Can't take that one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Uh, next part cast of that, I'm going to have him do Dirty Carson once an hour. <laughs> Out of doubt. This is interesting. I love to tear. I love to tee that up. Uh, go ahead. What do you <laughs> okay. got for us? You got a lady. Or you got 11. a dude. No, I got uh, three dudes. Three dudes These together. Are three brothers from Australia. 
Hmm. Did we ever do an episode all about? You might the have. We're going to dedicate this to our uh, pal Chrissy Stratton, and 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 also to uh, Fitzy. I call him Fitzy. Fitzy, sure. This is Lonely Days. It's a real pick me up. Yeah. It'll pick up. The music plays so Pre disco. Pre disco. Yes. Sounds like it. Oh, they're jerking off. Yeah. This is jerking it loudly. Great song. Picking up where the Beatles left off. Yep. <laughs> I'm just double checking that my next song is in the uh, 71. 71, and it is. Oh, it absolutely is. Went to number nine. This is a band I love. They have, this band has at least like six, seven, eight, maybe nine songs that you know, but you, you but you don't know that they sing them. Oh, okay. It's the grassroots. Oh. And I, this is, what? I talked with a realtor yesterday. Uh-huh. And with uh, Lobo? Is he selling no. uh, houses now? But it turns out this woman used to be, she's like, you know, my uh, ex-husband was the man, I mentioned something about a music, yeah. uh, the, the podcast, yeah. I was doing it, and she said, oh, uh, you know, my ex-husband was the manager of the Grassroots. That's crazy. And I was like, what? Are you buying? I, I, I've never heard the Grassroots two days in a row. I've no. never heard them talked about ever. Are you, are you buying a property? No, I'm considering selling. I wanted to get her opinion. Well, let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. You buy low, you sell high. Yeah, I don't see. That's not how I invest, Pat. No, you over the years. No, way. that's for sheep. I like to buy at the uh, peak of a five-year unprecedented run. I think <laughs> I got to get in on this, and then I watch it crash horribly. You sell. Uh, you still have tenants, though. Yeah, yeah. You can give them the boot. No, well, no, they can be inherited by the new owner. What if the owner wants to uh, to open up that property? Well, then he and can make, buy them out. Make that property too level. How big would that house be if you opened it, it up? It would be huge, yeah. Upstairs, downstairs. Yeah. No, no, you'd have to have servants. <laughs> this is the grassroots. This is sooner or later. Do I know the song? Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. If it's one of their fans, you know the song, but you don't know who's singing. What were their other ones? Talking about Just a matter of time before you make up your mind to give all that love that you've been hiding. It's just a question of when. Also, Creed Bratton, also known as Creed on The Office, was in The Grassroots. Was he really? Yeah, he's even made mention of it as his character on <laughs> The Office. Okay, some of the songs that you might know are Where Were You When I Needed You? You might see what again I say it, you don't know it, but right, then you but hear it. Oh uh, right. La 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 let's live for, for today. today. Live That's for today, them. sure. Um let me find in my midnight confessions when I tell yeah, all the yeah, world. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. And then um, when I tell all the world that I love you. you. Yeah, okay. I'm a, I'm a great singer. Temptation eyes. You know that one? No. Yeah, you do. Okay. 
I'm sure you do. Sure, I'm, I'm probably two do. divided by love. Yeah, okay. I mean, these, there's all these songs, and it's just like I didn't know that that was them. The grassroots, the grassroots, they're great. I okay, love them. I love them. Uh, what do you got for us? Oh, okay. I got uh, speaking of uh, drugs. You know how I, I like to uh, party, Tootski. And uh, this is a uh, drug kind of related song for '71. Mm. Very controversial. This is uh, a band called Brewer and Shipley. I'm guessing they're a duo. This is one toke over the line. I almost I almost <laughs> brought this. I've been changing as you can play the scene. I felt the joy and I learned about the pain that my mama said. If I should choose to make a part of me, the should have strike me dead. Now I'm one toe Sweet Jesus, one toe over the line Sitting downtown in a railway station One toe over the line Waiting for the train that goes home Sweet Mary, home and the train is on time Sitting downtown in a railway station One toe over the line Brewer and Shipley Brewer and Shipley Never to be heard from again. What are they up to? One actually owns a brewery. <laughs> and it's Shipley. And it, the Shipley Brewery? Yep, the yeah. Shipley Brewery. Um, Any word on those guys, Kyle? <laughs> they nothing. really don't nothing. See. They don't have a website. not an APB? There's not a lot of... Uh, um, they have a website. Not a lot of activity on their what? Wikipedia page. Mike Brewer and Tom Shipley. All right. Seems still so. playing gonna, their hit. We're going to find out that they went it, on to they, write like, amazing like they're songs. Still, they're, they're still with us? Still together? Yeah. What do you think they closed their show out with? <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> uh, Kyle, we're the director's have... cut version of that. We're going to extended they're both, they're remake. Both still alive. Wow. There you go. God uh, bless them. My next, uh, my next performer is still alive. We're going to go with a lady, Kyle. It might be out of order. Uh, this woman right now is 78 years old. Ooh. In 1964, she hit us with the theme song from uh, the James Bond film Goldfinger. And in 1971, they asked her back to James Bond to do the title track for Diamonds, Diamonds Are, Are Forever. Let's hear Shirley Bassey. Diamonds, Diamonds Are Forever <laughs> They all I need to please me Jill St. John they in this movie. stimulate to tease me Terrible They movie. won't leave in the night I've no fear that they might desert me Diamonds are forever. forever. This is like then, then this they, is the this is the movie that Sean Connery came back for after Under Majesty's Secret Service. I they think didn't, you're, they, they booted right. Lazenby. Check so they that, brought, check the timeline out on that. Kyle. They brought Connery back, and mm-hmm. they say, "Well, we got to bring the Goldfinger woman back too. We need yeah. we need a hit here." Yep. And uh, yeah, this was his last one as James Bond in that first. They bring, they bring. Go ahead. This what? is this is when they kind of started just doing the same plot, but just setting yeah. it in a different this place. One, that was the one in. This is the one in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. And, and then what was the one after Diamonds Are Forever? That's the uh, first Roger Moore one. That's uh, Live and Let Die. Yeah. Yeah, that's a stinker too. Seventy three. That sucks. Seventy two. Seventy three. Yeah. I hate that one too. Great song though. Mm-hmm. It's a great song. <laughs> they also bring Shirley Bassey back in seventy nine to sing Moonraker. Oh. That like, was a bad movie. Like the moon raker, whatever. I don't even know what it means. But the one before that was uh, Spy Who Loved Me, which oh is Carly God. Simon. Such a great, great song. Great, great movie. Song. That's a great yeah, movie, too. Yeah, that is a good one. That's a good movie. And I was not a Roger Moore guy. 
Nah, yeah, I don't never. Really like, I, I only like a just couple. A stuffed shirt, man. He was yeah. so boring. Just like a couple. I don't know what they're going to do with the casting of the new guy. I say Edris Alba. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. African-American Bond. Mm-hmm. Listen, that is not a Bond that I know. <laughs> Look, I have stocks and Bond, so I know. <laughs> I'm going to go the whole way with it. I'm going to say we call him Django Bond. <laughs> Bondo, Unchained. <laughs> What do you got for us, Mike? Oh, okay. Speaking of movies and uh, superheroes in the 70s, Blaxploitation, this was a massive hit for the chef uh, from South Park. This is Isaac Hayes. John I love about that movie walk, themes. I love that. Walk, 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 yeah, walk. that wah-wah guitar. Very funk. Very funk. Huge hit. This is off topic. This won't mean anything to anyone. Are you in for poker this week? Are you playing poker this week? Are you gone? No, I'm here. All right. Yeah, I'm here. But you're not playing? But I'm out. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> we want to win all your boat money before you leave. <laughs> yeah. You won last time, didn't you? Did you win last time? Yeah, I had a big rally. I came, I, one huge hand, and, but I was down. Is that the one that I had to borrow money? Of? Yeah, <laughs> I had to borrow money from uh, Gil Martin because I was out. He's like, "Oh, stick around." And then with his twenty, I came back. Hold, yeah. I, then I ended up winning. Just so people know, this is a low stakes game. Yeah, we. It's a quarter. Eighteen what, wild cards per it, game. Quarter fifty cent dollar. Yeah, is what it is. We're, we're low ball. Everyone starts silly games. Everyone starts with twenty, and then uh, you know, ten it's minutes. An excuse in. to eat shitty pizza. <laughs> really? Hey, I bring that pizza. <laughs> Hey, my wife makes oh. it. Hey, it's not sauce. It's great. Watch Paul eat 15 slices at a time. Guys, if you could ever see Paul get Martin eat a poker <laughs> game, it is just ridiculous. Like, you can go, you, like, he thinks that you, you can't go back into the kitchen. You can only go into the kitchen once. So he'll come out with a plate with like five slices of pizza or seven tacos on one plate. Yeah. This, I, is, I, this I, isn't an exaggeration either. This is not no, an exaggeration. I was telling uh, Carla ex- exactly that at yeah, uh, so was Pardo's I. party. I did too. And I was telling her, I was like, yeah, but he eats. The, and she's like, really? And I go, yeah, look. And I look over and he's walking away from the, the table with like a stack of pizza. Oh my I like God. ate those little slices. You and get, she goes, Paul. You could, <laughs> you could get some steps going back and forth at least. Yeah, that's wow. so funny. You can make more than one trip. I know. <laughs> I forget who played us. Was it just me? It was, it was yeah. just Mike. No, it's Steve from Shaft. Oh, that's right. Who's saying that again? Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes. He's a, he's a Scientologist, right? Yes, he is. I don't care how, what people he's, do. He's dead now. Is he? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's Wait, with, did he die? He's yeah, with, he did. He's with Zenu. Um, (laughs) let's hear uh mike mentioned it early uh i did i did not um murray and april richardson told me i should get this album and i did i did not like the album who electric warrior by t-rex really i didn't like it wow i know but it's i do like bang a gong yep and i brought that one i don't have to play it let's hear it Sweet and you're my girl. Get it on, bang a gong, get it on. 
like song. everything would say that I would like. I thought this was going to start me on a downward spiral of a crazy glam T-Rex. rock, and you're going to go yeah, deep was, into the rabbit hole. Yeah, and I just um, it was okay, but it didn't it didn't grab me at all. The Jeepsters on it too, right? Jeepsters on it. That's a good song. Yeah, a song called "Life's a Gas." Uh, Planet Girl, uh, Planet Queen Girl. I mean, I. I just didn't. It just didn't. Mark Boland's one of those guys that is worshipped in the UK yeah. and was like more of a cult figure here. Yeah, but like the, like like uh, like Phil uh, Linnet. Yeah, Leno. <laughs> right. Or however you want to say it. And Paul Weller in a way. Paul Weller you know? too. But I'm in that cult though. Paul Weller uh, has a song on the New Monkeys album. Really? Yeah. He wrote it, or is he is he play on it? He he wrote it. The song, I'm going to tell you what the song is called right now. That's oh, wow. Do. You hang my man, The Mod Father. I'm going to tell you right now, this is my favorite album of the year so far. That's amazing. I literally listened to it hundreds of times. And that's not I know, you keep talking about it. Um, there's a song called Birth of an Accidental Hipster, hmm. written by Noel Gallagher and Paul Weller. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Uh, with uh, lead vocals by Mike Nesmith, uh, with Mickey Dolenz doing the harmonies. I'm going to have to have you uh, burn me a copy of that. I will. It's. I, I mean, it. I'll buy it on iTunes. Right, of course. Purchase it. <laughs> well, he can burn you one, and then if you really like I it, I really like it, then I'll, really like I'll, I'll contribute, it. of course. Yeah, sure. It's just a way. It's just a way for, so you can hear it in its entirety. Uh, first. <laughs> just like you could listen, just like Spotify. Of course. Right? Sure. All right. All right. It's my turn. Your turn. All right. Well, uh, my favorite Joni Mitchell album came out this year, and it's probably one of it's the one she's probably best known for. Blue. Yep. Blue. And this is a, a song called Carrie off it, one of the more upbeat ones. The wind is in for my recall. Last night I couldn't sleep. Oh, you know it sure is hard to leave here, Carrie, but it's really not my home. My fingernails are filthy. I've got beach tar on my feet. And I miss my clean white linen and my fancy French cologne. Oh, Carrie, get out your cage. Good tune. Yeah, great tune. Great another, album, top another, to bottom. Another lady from the seventies. Yeah, uh, got a lot of. Uh, uh, she was she was around with some dudes. She got around. Sure, she, she was dating James Taylor when Carly met James. Yeah, yeah. And she was dating uh, the guy from the Hollies. What's his name? Uh, Graham Nash. Graham Nash. I always say that he's from Crosby Stills. Yeah, I know. I was going to say. Uh, you like to go with that? I he's go with the Hollies. Hollies. I go old school. You remember that band? It was a guy. It was a guy from uh, from the Birds and the uh, guy from Buffalo Springfield. Um, this is oh the, yeah, Neil Young's Harvest came out this year too. Do you, no, you bring any of that? That's insane. No, because uh, I, I didn't want to field all those emails from uh, Christine, Christine Blackburn. Blackburn. Why didn't you play? Yeah, I know. everything on it. She's 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 crazy. <laughs> uh, this I don't think I've, I'm going to tell you. I don't think I've ever played this band ever, ever on the show. NWA. No. Okay. I think we played NWA. I know? did. But uh, <laughs> uh, this is uh, NW. This is, I'm going to call this uh, NGDB. Nitty, Nitty gritty, gritty dirt, dirt band. band. This is uh, Mr. Bojangles. Oh. I knew a man Bojangles and he danced for you in worn out shoes, silver hair and ragged shirt and baggy pants. The old soft shoe He jumped so high 
and he'd lightly touch down I met a man sailing New Orleans I was I kind of like the I've, Sammy Davis Jr. version of this. I have to this. call foul on myself. This came out in in, in 70. Well, it might have hit the charts still in 71. Let me 71. see. Let me hit. Let me it was check. probably still in the charts. Let me check their singles because I, 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 think, uh, I think I made a mistake. Mr. Bojangles, 1970. I pulled a John Heffron. Ah. Went to number nine. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> You, have, you right. ever heard the Sammy Davis? Because Sammy Davis Jr. had a hit with this, too. Sure, Sammy did. Kyle, you got that for us. Sammy I heard Davis a man, Jr. Bojangles, Bojangles, man. He gave me some candy. <laughs> candy, man. Two of the Mr. Worst, Bojangles. Two of the worst Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, here he is. He's put a hat on. Oh, people know it. Yeah. This might be from the Tony Orlando show. You were man. Awesome. And you know, he's got the bow tie undone. Of course you know, does. of course. Awesome. Well, it's just because no one knows how to tie those ties. No, I, I know. Just throw it around your it's neck. It's the end of the night, man. He's winding down. <laughs> yeah. Going to be Mr. one of the people. Bo- this is right before uh, Frank and Dean came out and started making racist jokes. <laughs> Drunk to close out the set. Yeah, we came in on the bus today. Of course, Sammy was in the back in the of back. the bus. <laughs> yeah. okay. I'd like to thank the NAACP for this award. <laughs> they pick Sammy up? They pick up? him up, yeah. Because oh, he's tiny so t- and black. So terrible. Yeah. Uh, okay, this one. Uh, this is a guy who did cartoons. Somehow he showed up on Scooby-Doo all the time and uh, later on did movies with Burt Reynolds. Good friend. This is our pal Jerry Reed. Oh, my gosh. When you're hot, you're hot. Big hit. He's just a character. Listen to him talk during this. Son! Son! Well, now me and Homer Jones and Big John Talley had a big crap game going back in the alley. And I kept rolling them seven and winning all them pods. My luck was so good I could do no wrong. I just kept on rolling and controlling them bones. Finally, they just threw up their hand and said, When you hot, you hot. I said, yeah. When you hot, you hot. When you're not, you're not. Hot. When you're hot, you're hot. And then you had Amos Moses, I think, that same year. So bad. Scooby Doo movies is ridiculous. <laughs> they were. This week, they, Jerry was, Reed, sudden, yeah. what are you doing almost, here? Yeah, really, hey, why are you at the amusement park? They're just. Drunk. My jalopy broke down up in the street. <laughs> I like they wouldn't know he's not on the radar of those kids. Well, you know, Jonathan Winters, <laughs> I was Don thinking, Knotts, and Betty White. Yeah. What are you doing? But it, when you look at the charts, I mean, this is almost like you know why they had variety shows and why because when there was only a few FM stations in your city, they played everything. everything. So people were you had Jerry Reed next to you know Sly and the Family Stone yep. next to you know a country kind of thing, and then. Zeppelin and the yep. Stones, and it, it was like you covered everything. So, like old, older rap guys like uh, Dr. Dre and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they'll sample. 
like a Zeppelin drum beat because they heard it growing up. You know, they were exposed yeah. to everything. Wait, wait, do you hear this? Uh, turn it up, Kyle. I'm going to start this up. This is uh, little Scooby-Doo movies. Oh, no. A clever scheme, all right. And they'd have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you. Actually, if it wasn't for Jerry. He was going to open the music hall a week before the Phantom expected him. Imagine, they spent almost a year digging that tunnel under the bank. Yeah, and unlucky for them, Shaggy. You happen to be a devotee of the xylophone. Uh, would you like to hear me play something, Sergeant? <laughs> <laughs> I would, Shaggy, but I've got to get the prisoners down to the jailhouse and return the money to the bank. Yeah, sure. Sure you do. All right, gang. I got my guitar back. Oh. So, lean back and listen to me rehearse. Uh, <clears throat> I think we'll have to beg off, Jer. Uh, if oh, I don't wow. get something neat, I'll just pass Shaggy Shaggy Not a fan. Okay, they, they probably didn't want to pay the rights to, to Jerry Reed. But don't forget, now, tomorrow at the show, you're going to be my guest. I'm going to have you the best seats in the house, right up front. That's the least I could do. That's the least I could do. I least like a dog, like a black man. I'm going to be the snowman. This is the, now it's Jerry Reed at the music hall. Oh, God. He's going to sing Little Mary Sunlight. No. Pretty Mary Sunlight, she's all right with me. Pretty Mary Sunlight. Oh, it says Pretty Mary. She's everything I need. Okay, there's empty seats in this venue. <laughs> <laughs> they just cut the cartoon. They just cut. To, they just cut. <laughs> they just cut to the gang. You got to get a screen cap of this. A-bomb. They can't. They a- can't even get a crowd in the cartoon. They can't no, wait, draw. They, they can't, can't literally draw can't draw a crowd. A crowd. <laughs> literally can't draw. A crowd. I literally. You guys have to come. You have to come out of your seats and see. Okay, Look at this. Hold on. Look at all these seats over here. <laughs> and in the back, there's literally. It looks like it looks like a high school auditorium. Look at, look at all these seats over here, empty. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Obviously, you can bring a you can bring a great Dane in though. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's right a, he's a service dog. Oh my! <laughs> Cartoon Shag- Jerry can't even fill a fake auditorium. Do you think? Do you think? Uh, I think Shaggy has some health problems. You know, he he's he's obviously right, yeah. you know has the munchies all the time because of the medical marijuana. <laughs> I tell you what, the health problem is he puts a whole sandwich in his mouth at one time. Well, yeah, he doesn't have a his esophagus doesn't work. Okay, let's uh, turn this. Turn this up a little bit, Kyle. Let's see. Don Knotts, what are you doing driving around the globe trotters? <laughs> I just want to hear what the theme song was like for this. It's going to be different for Jerry Reed for the whole show. Say something about movies, please. I think at the end they go, and starring Jerry Reed. Let's hear what they say. This is a whole episode of the show. See, I don't even know who the guest is going to be. Hey, Scooby! Where are you? Over here! What was the point of playing that? Wait, I'm going to see if they say... Today, Scooby-Doo meets Batman and Robin. <laughs> of course Why they wouldn't do. they? Of Why wouldn't they? Of course they do. That's funny that that's the one that came up. Wow. Jerry Reed. I might, I might start watching these on YouTube. One episode a night. <laughs> Although he ended up having one, but Eastbound and Down, that was a good song. That was a good song. How many, how many uh, crimes uh, did he solve with uh, the bandit? None. <laughs> he could have solved an easy one if he just would have realized that the bandit was a criminal. It's yeah. right in his name. <laughs> the bandit. 
Oh, I just screwed up something on my computer. He did commit a crime uh, by being in Smokey and the Bandit 3. Mm-hmm. That's a crime. That was horrible. Is, is Burt Reynolds in that one? I think in like a dream sequence. It's, it's Smokey it's, is the bandit. Yeah, he plays the bandit. Yeah, it's it's awful, awful. What do you got for us? Nah, that was me. I played uh, Jerry Reed. Let's go to 1971. We did a whole episode about this gentleman with April Richardson. This is the title track from Madman Across the Water. Oh. Let's hear some EJ. Oh, I you, don't, you didn't give me the chord back. Oh, yeah, there you there go. You. That's my, it's tiny, my fault. I brought in Tiny Dancer was on this album yeah, as that's, well. That's my fault. And Levon. Is the nightmare black around the windows painted? And the whole album is great. Yeah. Will they come again next week? Can my mom be the take That you're after. Now the madman There was a guy on the ship in uh, in the Europe one that uh, does a Elton John tribute. Oh, how is he? It's called Rocket Man. Good. Is he, is he good? Yeah, he's an English guy. And it looks like him a little bit, and yeah, so he has a deal with the ship, and there was uh, another guy he trades off doing it. For, that, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it was fun. It's better than a lot of the shows that they do have. It's just like really corny dancers, and, and just, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know who this appeals to. You're watching it, and it's just like, it's like high school musical stuff, you know, just trying to do, you know, they butcher old Eagles hits and sing like witchy woman with like a woman dresses a witch behind and like what would really that, bad. Would that be called, would their, the tribute band to the Eagles would be called the Desperados, right? Oh, I'm sure. It's got to be, right? Mm-hmm. Probably. We're the Hotel Californias. It's great to be here tonight. <laughs> what, that's it. We're Motel California. Oh, nice. We're B&B California. Airbnb. Um, but that was Levon and uh, Tiny Dancer were also on that album. And it didn't do as well, right? It didn't do that well. Mm, Where did know. it chart? It, uh, like, because Honky Chateau came out after that. I think. Honky Chateau. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm in a. I'm having a little bit of a, a problem over here. I've opened up something on the side of my computer and I don't know how to get rid of it. Mm. It's like when when the when like the tab What's, window opens on yeah. the side. I don't know how to get rid of that. What do I do about that? Uh, uh, turn it off and think, reboot. You have any idea? Leave. Leave the house. That's what I do. Probably just quit Safari and it'll go away. I throw out I the computer. I throw out the computer. Is that um, wrong? So what madman across the water? I'm going to quit Safari. It's okay. Kyle it, told me to do. In 1972, it, it was on the Billboard 200 number eight. Really? But the album came out in 71, right? Yes. So yes. I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> Tiny yeah. Dancer, though, one of my favorite. At the year end of 72, it was on the top pop albums number 10. Oh. So it did do all right. Two times platinum. And then it exploded. Yep. Then you got your hunky chateau, then you got your goodbye yellow brick road, and then forget it. It's all, it's all over. It's Elton all John. wide open. Blew it wide open. Elton John, what are you doing in this abandoned <laughs> mine? <laughs> I would have got away with it if it wasn't for you kids. I hope he was dressed like uh, Donald Duck the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm next up with the, uh, the Jewish Elvis. Had a big year, 1971. Yep. 
Here it is, uh, a big song from theirs is I Am, I Said. Dedicate this so to, drama. Dedicate this to David Wilde. Yeah. Well, I'm New York City, born and raised. But nowadays I'm lost between two shores. This guy's confused. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine, but it ain't home. New York's home, but it ain't mine no more. Rise up, everyone. I am myself. To no one there. He's a crazy person. He's talking to himself. Yeah, not even the chair. And no one heard at all, not even the chair. I cried. I am, said I. And I am lost and I There you go. Can't beat it. You can't. That's uh that's great. He had a dinner party with just a bunch of chairs. <laughs> Who oh, weren't even listening. No. Nope. I, I thought it was about I thought it was about um Clint Eastwood's speech. Clint Eastwood's speech. And that seems sane compared to this year. Yes. I long for the days when people talk to empty chairs yep. at the convention. Absolutely. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree. Could not agree more. I would have Jerry the biggest Reed chair. to empty chairs. Yeah. I would have the biggest chair. You couldn't even get over it. I call it a throne. <laughs> it's made of gold, ivory, marble. And se- uh, baby seal fur. <laughs> we- <laughs> I can't even top it. I can't top it. Um. Yeah, I closed out a safari and that goddamn thing opened up again. I'm so mad. Oh, virus. I don't think I have a virus. <laughs> well, you're up. I know. I only have one more. Oh, I got a bunch more. Play a couple. Let Mike play a couple more. All I'm right. Gonna go I'm going to go. I'll number... use mine as the play out song. Kyle, you ready? I'm ready. I'm going to go with a, a one hit wonder of people you have never, ever heard of. This is uh, number 18 here. This is a uh, Mac and Katie Kissoon with. Chirpy, chirpy, cheep, cheep. Okay, did this chart? Yes. Take the Partridge family wow. over that any day. We've got an APB on Mac and Katie Kassoon. <laughs> Mac and Katie Kassoon. Kissoon. K-I-S-S-O-O-N. Right. Chirpy, chirpy, cheep, cheep. That's, that's, that shouldn't even be on a Wiggles. They're, they're <laughs> um, so terrible. Those aren't their real, that's not their real name. What? Kassoon is they, not their real name. They changed it to Kassoon? <laughs> Mac's real name was Gerald Farthing. What's and, wrong with the Farthings? And Catherine is was Catherine Farthing, or Kate was Catherine Farthing. Where the hell did Kassoon come from? I, they're they're from Trinidad. Oh, okay. Um, apparently they're they're both alive. Wow. <laughs> Kassoon, Kate Kassoon is born performed backing 
vocals on three tracks for Van Morrison's 2008 album, Keep It Simple. Oh, wow. She's still around. Wow. She's still working it. Spending that chirpy, chirpy, cheap, cheap royalty money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's, uh, that's basically it. Oh, well, wow. it might keep playing, but all I'm right. Gonna, you want I'm me to do another one? I'm going to do some apologies real quick. Apologies to Alice Cooper under my wheels. Cat Stevens. Was under my wheels, 71? Yep. Oh, that's, a, that's my favorite Alice Cooper song. Peace Train from Cat Stevens. Changes from Bowie. Uh, what else do we got? We got James Taylor, You've Got a Friend. Aqualung by Jeff Aqualung, Rotel. yep. 20th Century Man by The Kinks. Put Your Hand in the Hand by Ocean. <laughs> Another Day by Paul McCartney. Loving for Keeping by The Who. There's a lot of Jesus that like a Jesus Christ Superstar came out there and a couple songs from that yeah. hit the charts. Hit the charts. Too. Yeah. So what do you got for us? Uh, well, there's another one. Here's a, uh, is it? Okay. Play Let's some doors. To... Play a couple door songs. Oh, you asshole. Um, we can do Jackson 5. We can do another one hit wonder of people I've never heard of. This is one, number 21, that I, uh, I for the longest time as a kid, thought this was Elvis. But this is Hamilton, Joe Frank, and Reynolds. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear if it sounds at all like Elvis. I can see it. It's shitty just like Elvis songs are in the 70s. thought that was Elvis for the longest time. Apparently, it's three guys. Hamilton, Joe Frank, and Reynolds. Another horrible name. <laughs> who's your... Uh, who's we, we lo- uh, Dan Hamilton, he's deceased. Oh, we lost I Hamilton. I actually think that's a better name than Tony, Tony, Tony. Because <laughs> I'm not as confused. At least I can delineate which guy Two guys go for one. Uh, Hamilton and Reynolds, just one name. But Joe Frank, got to get them both in there. Congratulations to uh, Ted Lyde, whose podcast just got picked up by iHeartRadio. Now, Kyle, how do we get on iHeartRadio? It did? That's great. Yeah. It's Is it great? I don't know. I don't, it sounds I, like it's impressive. Sounds like it would get yeah. more listeners. Yeah. I think so. What do you think? Are you going to look into that? Yeah, I'll look into that. All see, right. See if that's a, if that's a thing. Also, um, sounds like a place where we could make money. True. Money. <laughs> I was going to say, the Tony, Tony, Tony thing is funny because in Popstar, Tim yeah. Meadows plays a guy and he was the fourth Tony. It was Tony, <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> you just got kicked out too and many. Yeah, and That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that movie, you know, a couple movies came and went quickly. That one mm-hmm. and this one about the big fucking giant left too. Yeah. It's not in the theater. This is Steven Spielberg directed What's it that. called? Oh, it's from the Roald Dahl stories, yeah. right? Yeah. It like... That, it, it, that should have either been all live action or all CGI, but the mix of it looks weird together. Yeah, but it was like... Um, it's out of the theaters after like two weeks. Yeah. Oh. Steve. That should have come out in like early November, I think. Yeah, maybe at Christmas time even. Mm-hmm. Hey, family movie for the kids, Christmas time. Yeah. I just saw the preview for Sully. <laughs> oh. How, ba- how bad does Aaron Eckert's mustache look in that? It, just, it looks like they just took a bare arm and taped it to his face. I mean, it sounds, <laughs> it's so bushy yeah. and ridiculous looking. Who does looking. he play? Like the co-pilot? The co-pilot, okay. yeah. And uh, Tom Hanks is Sully. Sure. What's the guy's name, The whole, his whole name? Sullenberger. Sullenberger. Yeah. So um, 
so if we if we use this uh, logic of naming people, Kyle, you would be Kyle Dottie Dodson. Mm-hmm. You would be uh, Mike Seagy uh, Seagull. <laughs> yeah. I'd be Franny Francis. So, hey, Sully. Sully Sullenberger. But his, it's, uh, his first name's Chesley, so obviously. Chesley. <laughs> Chesley <laughs> Sully Sullenberger. Yeah. You got to go Sully with that. It just seems like, you know, Captain Phillips, I thought, was a great film. Mm-hmm. And this just seems like Captain Phillips' stepchild. I defer to the... Uh, well, first off, I think they made it a little little more dramatic than it needed to be. I think so, too. And, and he landed on the water, as and, you're trained to do. Well, yeah. yeah, that's that's the... <laughs> you know, there was no hostage situation. Well, that's that's the Larry great. David thing. He says that he's like, so we're commending him because he did his job. Yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah true. really. Because... It, even in the interviews, that was one of my favorite things about Sullenberger's interview. Sully's Sully's yeah. interviews. Said, they said, "So did you?" I think it was like on the Today Show or something. Mm-hmm. Were you praying when when this was going? Oh God, there's, that is a mustache. The movie should be twenty minutes long. Oh my God. They said, uh, "Were you were you praying when when this was happening?" He goes, "No, I was relying on my forty years of experience <laughs> and training." Yeah, you that's never, what you want your pilot yeah. to do. You don't, if, if the pilot is praying and you see him praying, you're all screwed. Yeah, yeah you're the, fine. The trailer's like the trailer's like, uh, "When was your last drink?" And like blah blah blah. But like what they don't show you is probably right before that. They're like, "Hey, these are standard questions we have to ask everyone." Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, it's they're like, point. "When was your last drink?" You saved all these people we day. Did. But then they're saying that in the movie, it's like, they're saying that the engine was still working. It's just like, shut up. Yeah, they're trying to turn it into, what was the Denzel Washington one? Flight. Yeah, flight. flight. They're trying to turn it into that when it just wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Flight, flight's made up. Guy he landed on the down. water. Yeah, flew upside down. And if it wasn't in New York, it would have yeah. gone away just because it landed on the Hudson. That was and, like uh, Eastwood directed this. So oh, like, sure. Oh, yeah. boy. It's going to be rough. There's going to be flags all over it. Oh, my He's God. an American hero. Sully. Tell it to the empty chair, Clint. I, I, I can't land on the water. <laughs> Captain Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> How many more should I do? I got uh, a couple. but Do two more and then we'll promote and then we'll do okay. play out. I'll do one, uh, another one hit wonder that uh, reminds me of long car trips because this also played on the country charts. And this is uh, a gal called Lynn Anderson. Oh, Rose, Rose Garden. Garden. We've played it here before. Did you? On the country episode. Okay. This is a... It's got a lot of play in my house growing up. Oh, yeah. I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden along with the sunshine. There's got to be a little rain sometime. When you take, you got to give. So live and let live or let go. I beg your pardon. Big hit. Don't know what happened to Lynn. I think she just died a couple years ago. Oh, she did? Yeah. No. Because all of a sudden they started playing it again. Come on, man. Attractive blonde lady, from what I remember. Yeah, she died uh, July 30th, 2015, exactly a year ago today. Oh, what? We're recording. Wow, we're recording. recording on July 30th. Mm-hmm. She died on July 30th. Yeah, last year, not this year. Jeez. Also, yeah. 45 years ago. Can you believe this year was 45 years ago, 1971? I hope next year we're still, still here. Okay. <laughs> Who knows? What, obviously, you don't know what can happen in a year. Well, before I they, play the they last land one. a plane on your ship? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if Sullenberger lands a plane on Captain Phillips' ship and then oh, Hanks plays both parts? I love good. this. 
I'm the captain now. And then Denzel, and then, and then, and then, Denzel and then, crashes a plane well, into it and then upside he, down. Well, <laughs> then Sully has to shave his mustache and dye his hair black, and they do like a Prince and the Popper where they have to swap mm-hmm. to trick someone. <laughs> and he goes, no, I'm the captain now. I would love it. <laughs> hey, did you watch uh, Stranger Things on Netflix? I did not. I don't have Netflix. Kyle, you got through it? Yeah. Did you like it? I did. I liked it too. Mm-hmm. People are talking about it. There's yeah. a buzz. I wish monster makers, though, could come up with a new... Mo- I felt like I've seen this monster before. Yeah. That's why, like, the alien monster is so amazing. Because I've never seen anything like that It's not your generic since. bulbous head uh, E.T. type? Yeah, this one's got the, the, the heads, like, open up. Like, it's like a the mouth. the whole head opens oh. and it's a mouth. Okay. But I've like seen it. I circular teeth. I've seen it before. Yeah. I've seen that monster before. Mm-hmm. It's in everything. <laughs> He's getting work. <laughs> he works, that guy. <laughs> We need a, we need a, we need a, the, the head that opens with the teeth. Oh, type. Blo- oh, oh you, you need blooming teeth head? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's my client. I just yeah. took him on. Yeah, he's with CAA. <laughs> <laughs> Same agent as Willem Dafoe. Right. Oh, that's, that's great. great. <laughs> What's your last one, Mike? Um, well, I'm going to give some apologies out to uh, the Jackson 5. And, uh, oh, one of the biggest hits of the year was uh, Joy to the World by Three Dog Night. Oh, yes. That was huge. And uh, Paul McCartney's Ram, Another Day was on that. And what is it? Oh, Family Affair by Sly and the Family Stone. Family Affair, Buffy, Jody, Mr. French, (laughs) Uncle Bill, who did not want to be saddled with (laughs) those children. Mrs. Beasley. (laughs) Mrs. Beasley. Uh, Boy, I just named all the stuff that, what what should I play then? Well, I don't know what your playout is, probably the same thing. My playout's not your playout. Why would you think that? Well, we didn't play. It's not. We didn't play anything from, well, should we, these are two of the biggest what? classic albums. We'll play them both, and then I'll play my playout song. Okay. Well, let me do, uh, I'll just play the last one. This is, well, your favorite album. Of all time. Of all time. From who's next? Yeah. What do we got? Won't Get Fooled Again. Oh, I never get sick of it. Never. Bookended with that since I started with my favorite Stones album. I end with my favorite Who album. And apologies to Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. Oh, I didn't, I didn't so timely that. right now. Mercy, though, mercy the, me, I was going to play. things that are happening in the world, oh, Mike, it's yeah. very timely. Timeless, that would help. Uh, speaking of who's next, Baba O'Reilly. They don't say that in the song. They don't say Baba O'Reilly anywhere. <laughs> no. That's for, um, I forget why. It's are you going to do a that. show of uh, songs that never mention the title? That'd be a good. That'd be a good one. It's not bad. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie May. I don't think we would count that though, because he does say Maggie. He does say Maggie. Wake up, Maggie May. I think <laughs> I got something to say to you, Mike. You are at yes, Kyle. Bob O'Reilly's because town, two of Townsend's philosophical and musical influences. Baba Mayer. Yes. Yeah, Baba and Terry Riley. Oh. oh. I don't know where the O comes from, but hmm. Sully. 
O'Reilly. <laughs> Sully O'Reilly. Fitzy. Oh, Sully Phillips. <laughs> Sully Sullenberg, what are you doing on this cruise ship? <laughs> Zoinks! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Mike, where are you at uh, on Twitter? Uh, funny Mike on Twitter and Travel Tales Pod on Twitter. Let's try to get that uh, podcast on iHeartRadio. Yeah, no kidding. Lied. Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. We need an audience. Let's build this up. Yeah, no offense to Ted, but come on, it's brand new. Did you do Ted's? I did Ted's. I did Ted's. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I've done Ted's. I don't think my episode aired yet. <laughs> I, I, I can talk I to you about that episode. Now it's on the iHeartRadio. You might yeah, not. No, don't wait. Don't wait for that he's one. He's probably going to air all the big, pull the big guns on <laughs> iHeartRadio. Wonder if playing music clips would prevent us from being on iHeartRadio. That's the, yeah. I, I hear they, they love radio. <laughs> so I don't think so. I always wonder about that. Like, if we ever try to get advertising, then the music rights issue. If we ever start making money, then they could come I around. Say, I still say it's fair use. And again, if, if, if iTunes is going to let me... If there's a lawyer, a copyright lawyer yeah. out there who... Spotify lets me listen to a whole song. You know but they I mean? have a deal with, like, ASCAP and BMI, What's I would this, guess. What? No. <laughs> but iTunes plays 90 seconds of a song, and that's fine. Yeah, they're Apple, though. They can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. I don't know if we can. I'm, we're promoting the music. We're not, we're, we're, we haven't made <laughs> Until money. Until we rip it a new asshole. We haven't made money from their music. We're no. We're just promoting. But whenever I've, I've never had. That's a, what I mean. Until we do, right. if I've, we start making money, that's, that could be an issue. I've never had a guest come on and say, whoa, whoa, you're going to play my music? Mm, I can't allow that. Mm-hmm. Did you get permission to play my music? Well, if you made money off it, he'd want to taste. I give him a water. We got a, we got a curried <laughs> coffee maker right there. We have some donuts. I feel like this is just all promoting for music. I think you're right, but you know, what do I know? I'm not a musician. You're not playing my work. Mm, true. You know. Don't you think I'm, they, give, I'm donating my time here? Don't you think won't get fooled again makes enough money uh, from yeah, CSI? No kidding. Uh, Berlin or whatever it's on. <laughs> Who what would you, come after us? Somebody like Lars Ulrich. He'd be hey. Uh, Gene Don, Simmons would Don come Henley, after Don us. Henley, Gene Henley Simmons. Would, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Billy Joel. <laughs> right. you know, all these guys. The guys who don't need the money. Yeah, the guys who don't need the money. <laughs> exactly. Um, Kyle, you're at Kyle Dots and Funny. Yes. I'm at Pat underscore Francis. We're at Rock Solid Show. Uh, Andrew A-Bomb Rich. He didn't mention that. Murray called him A-Bomb in the Stop, Look, Listen Episode. And he hasn't uh, come forward and said, I don't like that yet? Well, I don't think in the notes, I don't think he acknowledged it. Unless I missed that in the notes. Hmm. But uh. Murray called him A-bomb. I think that's a guy. I actually think that's a it's great not bad. nickname. Not bad. He also called him Adam Rich. And then... <laughs> oh, from Eight is Enough? Yeah. Adam and then, Rich? Oh, and sure. then, uh, which he would... I bet we could get him to write notes. He's probably not doing anything. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm going to play out from... We've already heard from this lady. She had uh, probably the biggest album of that year. Tapestry. Sure. And um, uh, listen on iTunes, listen on Podbay, listen at Art19, read the notes at rocksolidpodcast.com. And what was the name of that book again? He, he does mention it at the end. Oh, he does? It's A-Bombs. It's plural. A-Bombs. Bombs. Okay. okay. Um, that book that I mentioned earlier, rewind and find out what that is because I forget. <laughs> I don't have it popped up anymore. It's 1971. Blah, the year. Blah, yes. blah, blah. Best music. Music, music exploded blah, 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 or something. Blah. Uh, yeah. But this is uh, this is one of my favorite songs. It's a sad song, uh, and this is um, this is Carol King, so far away. Thanks, mm-hmm. Mike. Thanks, thanks, Kyle. So far away, doesn't anybody stay in one place anymore? It would be so. Far 